to the Mostly Pod of the Night, Mostly. I am Graveyard, joined by my co-host, Salem. Hello. This is episode 30 of our weekly All Things Horror podcast. Join us, will you, as we continue our self-inflicted torture by continuing our dive into the not-so-twisted world of N. Night Shyamalan. Uh, tonight, we'll be using the word horror very loosely for these movies. And fair warning now, spoilers ahead for Knock at the Cabin. Uh, so, as we discussed two weeks ago, because, you know, last week, what a twist, we didn't do M. Night. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we had to get some good movies in there between these two sessions. The palate cleanser. They call it the palate cleanser. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's, there's a good palate cleanser by far. Uh, but tonight, we'll be going in chronological order, as we always do. So, we have The Happening, The Visit, Old, and Knock at the Cabin. Two of these he didn't even make the original content, so it's amazing <laughs> how bad they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He definitely put his own twist on it. <laughs> if you know, we'll discuss those on our, our rant, we'll we'll have our twist rant time as we did two weeks ago on the last. Oh yeah, you know, I will. I will do my best to hold back my venom until we get to rant time. I will, yeah. No promises, but I'm going to try my hardest to get there. And and, and I just got to say. These movies, I absolutely dreaded coming back to to rewatch them. These are the only movies so far in thirty episodes that I just go, uh, I actually have to watch these. Like, <laughs> I gave other stuff fair attempts because I enjoy cheese a lot and campiness. And as our viewers, viewers know, still not so much, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, The Happening was a movie that I'm pretty sure I said out loud at the end of it. I will never watch this movie again. <laughs> so I broke my own rule, and I did watch it again. Probably with beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to, I yes. had to pregame that movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we will be alternating our recaps, and then, like I said, we'll be doing our, you know, does the twist ruin the movie slash time. And we're sticking with number of brain cells lost out of 10. Yes, the higher number means we lost more brain cells, but we've lost brain cells, so give us a break. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So Salem Williams leading us off with the recap for The Happening. Uh, Yeah, The Happening. Trees Uh, are bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What What year did this come out in? 2008. 2008. Um, I thought that was an interesting thing to where, like, I mean, this was, I mean, obviously cell phones were out, but they weren't as, as I guess just, I should say cell phones were pretty prevalent, but like smartphones were not. Correct. Um, but yeah, everybody had a cell phone, but smartphones were not really a thing. So, I mean, I guess that was, it's an interesting time capsule to see. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, recap. So the happening, um, it starts off with, uh, Central Park in New York. Uh, you got a bunch of, uh, you know, normal people walking around, hanging out, you know, doing normal Central Park type things, walking dogs and jogging and sitting hey, on yo, benches. Hey, yo, we got construction workers here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're uh, they're doing all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden people start like saying weird things, repeating the same things over and over again, um, and then uh, basically killing themselves. I mean, this starts walking, off with the, walking backwards. And then, oh yeah. Sorry. Walking backwards, <laughs> talking funny, then walking backwards and then just mass suicide. So the, what we mean by talking funny, if you remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer got a concussion, he just shouts out yo, yo ma for no reason. 
that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. They just like basically keep repeating like the same line. Like you're supposed to say, "Hey, they already said that." Like it's, you're supposed to see it as a weird thing, right? Um, right. So yeah, so they do that. Like uh, suicides. Um, I mean, like the one lady pulls like you know, like the the hair chopsticks. That the yeah. lady said they're very popular around this time period, but and she pulls one of those out and just stabs herself in the neck with it. Um, and the, the one girl is is the only kind of of person that sees this as odd. Everyone else is just killing themselves. Um, so anyway, so then we we kind of switch to um, you know people watching this on the news, um, saying like, oh, there's some kind of terrorist attack. Something's happening. Um, you know what, what what's going on with this? Um, then I think we go to the after that we go to the the construction site, um, to where there's a bunch of like union guys standing around, you know, talking, chatting. Yep. And all of a sudden, some guy falls off a building. They're Vinny. like, "Oh, got hurt! <laughs> oh no, Vinny!" <laughs> so they run over and they're like, you know, trying to like you know, calling for an ambulance and stuff like that. <laughs> and as they're doing that, uh, somebody else falls off, and then like you know, another, 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 and they look up and there's like you know five people jumping off all at the same time so everybody's just like you know mass suicide killing themselves full lemmings right yeah <laughs> um so yeah so essentially we're we're just showing that um you know places are happening all over the you know new york area of people like killing themselves randomly <laughs> uh, so then we get to uh a school uh where where marky mark is um a teacher a science teacher Hey there, I'm a little bit of something scientist myself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah he's, like, trying to show that he's, like, a good teacher in, in touch with the hip kids, you know. Hey, um, you're going to be ugly one day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Try, trying to get them to, like, engage with science. Um, and they well, are... They're, they're, they're trying to learn scientific theory. Right. Essentially, is the causality of things. He talked about, like, the honeybees disappearing. What caused the honeybees? To right. Well, yeah, talking about the scientific process and how you would apply yeah. that to, you know, the honeybees or, or basically any situation in general. Right. Um, so anyway, there's like, you know, uh, the vice principal comes in, um, you know, he tries to make a little joke about it, but whatever. The vice principal comes in, says, oh, you got to come with me. So he goes um, into like, you know, the auditorium where it's like all the other teachers are, are sitting. Um, and then we also meet uh, John Leguizamo, who plays like his best friend, who's also a teacher at the school. Math teacher, because statistically... He had to be a math teacher. Correct. Yes. Um, so they're watching this. Uh, they they talk about the you know the deaths in New York and specifically Central Park, um, and how they think it's like a a terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously they they uh, they dismiss school early. Um, all the kids go home. Uh, they, they basically go home to like you know figure out what's going on. Um, uh, John Guizamo basically says he's leaving town, um, and he wants um, Marky Mark to come with him. Um, his wife is uh, Zoe <laughs> Deschanel, um, and uh, basically he, he convinces her to come with. They're all going to go with and, and get out of town um, to like, I think it was like his, what was this, his mom's place? Is they had like a cabin in the woods or something? I don't remember. What it was she, yeah, to. and his wife was on her way to Trenton, New Jersey. Right. And they specify that a lot. Right. And also point of contention here is that John Langdon does not like Zoe Deschanel's character. Oh right. Well, yeah, she is like okay. Well, okay, like um, Mark Wahlberg and her. I don't. I don't know if I don't even care what their character names are. I'm sorry, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I'm just gonna call them by their real names because I don't remember what they're. Anyway, so they're they 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 have like a a kind of schism in their relationship, right? Where they're kind of like on the fence, 
right? Um, we we learn that uh, Zooey is kind of like uh, she she likes someone else. She shared a tiramisu with some other guy, right? Um, and that so like she had an emotional affair with this other guy. So like you know, there's something going on there. Their their marriage is kind of like on the rocks. And he has talked to to John Leguizamo about this, and he is in the know. So like he doesn't really like her because he knows that they're you know on on the rocks and like he knows that she right. doesn't it's, it's his best friend that right makes sense. yeah right <laughs> that she's she's not as emotionally connected as he would like her to be kind of thing as i think right. what's going on i don't i don't think he he thinks like she's invested in his relationship as much as as marky mark is yeah anyway so um they all they all get packed and everything and they're gonna all leave together so they go to the train station um, John Leguizamo basically just says, oh, my wife is not going to be here. She's taking the next train. Um, so me and my daughter are going to take this train with you guys. Um, they go to get on the train. Um, Zooey, uh, like bizarrely says like, oh, we're not going to be sitting on the train anyway together. So I'm just going to go to the next car away from you guys. <laughs> so she goes in like the next car to go to get on the train. And then Marky Mark, John Leguizamo and the little girl all kind of sit together. Um, and then as they get on the train and they're traveling and as they're traveling, um, there's, you know, news, which is interesting because, you know, without smartphones, again, not everyone can see this. There's only certain people that are like talking to people on the phone in these areas that are finding out more information. I guess another attack happens in Boston. Uh, basically it starts happening all over the whole new England area. Well, the big, the biggest cities were the, where the news started coming out from the most. They're, right. they're saying, we got to get out to, you know, the suburbs or the rural areas right. of New yeah. England. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was basically like New England area. So, of course, New York got hit first because New York is the biggest. Um, and it's like, yeah, Boston. And I don't remember what the other other New England big cities, right? Or, or these things are happening in. Well, so Trenton like, was one of them. Yeah. Right. So they're like, okay, we got to go. Uh, Jack Lucas, I managed to get the hold of his wife. Um, she got on a bus instead of the train and she's going to i think princeton new jersey or something yeah. um so she's okay at least for the time being um and they're still on the train traveling out of town but they're getting news reports in and out of like these bad things happening all these people committing suicide essentially um so eventually it gets to the point where the train stops um they find out that the train service has canceled because they lost all contact with their home base with who Everybody, right? Yeah, everyone. <laughs> and so the, yeah, so they have no contact with the home base, so they just stop the train because I guess that's what yep. train protocol is. Um, so basically, they're stuck in this place. Um, they go to like a diner, um, to hang out, and they basically uh, are kind of like left to fend for themselves. So they're trying to find a ride, um, to get somewhere else, you know, to try to get out of this area. Um, so John Leguizamo ends up finding a ride with these Jeep <laughs> folks and he's going to, yep. yeah, he's going to go <laughs> to Princeton, New Jersey to try to meet up with his wife. He leaves his daughter with Marky Mark and Zooey, um, who are going to, uh, you know, keep traveling along. Uh, they go, they go, they're, with, they're going to, they're going to Philly. Let's yeah. They're it. going, they're going to Philly. <laughs> uh, they're hanging out with hot dog man and his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, that's a good description of him. He is. Hot dog man and his wife. Okay, right? well he has like he has like uh, five lines and three of them are about hot dogs. Correct. So, so the I other call, two are about pl- 
Well, talking to his plants. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, we call him Hot Dog Man. So anyway, so John Leguizamo goes in this in the Jeep. We get a scene of him driving to Princeton, New Jersey. Um, they just see a bunch of dead people everywhere. And essentially they see that uh, there's like a little flap hole in the Jeep um, to where whatever is happening gets in the Jeep. Uh, and the, the guy driving crashes them into a tree. And they essentially all just get out and kill themselves. <laughs> yes right so that we get to to marky mark and, and zooey and hot dog man and his wife uh and and jangle like daughter um so they get to hot dog man's house who has like a greenhouse um, huge greenhouse surprisingly not full of pot right yeah <laughs> it appears to be like soybeans or something yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's like, you know, oh, I think it's the plants. The plants are doing this because, you know, plants are smart. And he's like talking to his plants like, oh, we'll be back soon. Uh, so they all jump in his like SUV and they drive out. Um, and they basically get down the road and they see something ahead and they have binoculars and they look uh, and it's dead bodies in the street. So they're like, OK, let's not go that way. So they're like, OK, well, we have three other directions to go. Right. So, like, let's go the three other directions. And at that exact moment. <laughs> Cars come from every other direction. One of them is a uh, soldier in like a Humvee and the other directions, all people come in and they all talk about, oh yeah, there's dead people down the road here, five miles. Oh, there's dead people down the road, seven miles this way. Like there's dead people everywhere. Right. So they all just kind of gather together. Um, at this point they're, they kind of sort of start figuring out that like, oh, it seems like, you know, people are dying when they're in large numbers. Right. Um, so maybe we should like, you know, try to split up and go and find other places. There's like a, a realtor guy that says, oh, if we're looking for a, a, a desolate type place, go to this area. No one lives there. Right. It's just open rural land. Right. So they're like, OK, let's do that. So they're all they all try to like go on this big trek. Um, and as they're walking, um, they split up into different groups. One group gets hit with a wind of some kind and they all kill themselves yeah. with the soldier's gun. Let's call him Gomer Pyle. <laughs> right. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. So Gomer Pyle kills himself with his gun and then everybody else like basically keeps picking up his gun and keeps shooting themselves. So they all like commit suicide all in a row. Can, can I just make, can I just state something about Gomer Pyle here is yeah. he was the most cognitive about what he was saying because he's um, reciting, you know, this is my rifle. This is all they're like it. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah. He, he, yeah he's right? reciting boot camp lingo. Right. right? Yeah. And then, yeah, then you just hear gunshot after gunshot. Not seeing anything, but just... Right, right. It's like, oh, we should go back and check on him. And and at this point, like, um, you know, Hot Dog Man and Marky Mark are kind of convinced that, um, you know, it it, it could be the plants doing this, and it seems to be targeting larger groups of people. Um, So they're like, yeah, we should kind of, like, you know, split up. We shouldn't go back and check them out. We should just kind of split up and go our own way. Um, Wind starts coming in again. so they basically kind of split up and run in all different directions. Yes, they go to outrun the wind. <laughs> right. So they're going to outrun the wind. Um, and so it ends up being uh, Hot Dog Man goes down. Hot Dog Man and his wife are gone. Um, so it ends up being uh, Marky Mark, Zooey, the little girl, and then two, like, I don't know, football kids. I mean, I guess that's how you could describe them, right? Yes, they're football right. players. Sure. Yeah, they seem, they, they seem like football players. Right. They seem like <laughs> high school football kids right? but they knew but they knew marky mark i don't think they he, did i thought he knew their names well i think he learned their names oh okay but i i think i mean i think because he knew that like he knew the kind of 
kids that they were because I guess he's a high school teacher, so he knows how to like, yeah. you know, hang, you know, talk to kids. Maybe I don't know. I, it just seemed like he, that was the familiarity that he had was because he knew how to do. That. Okay. Anyway, so uh, they all get to like this house. They're like knocking on the doors. Um, and they basically figure out that there's people in the house, but they don't want them there. They're like, get out of here, leave. Like, you know, we, we, we don't want you bringing in whatever disease is out there. Um, and so they're like, you know, okay, we'll leave. And then the two football kids are kind of like, no, we're going to break in. So they start like kicking the door. Um, and of course, when they do that, a shotgun comes out and blasts one of them. Um, and then the other one, you know, using all of his intelligence keeps banging on the door. <laughs> um, and so he gets shot too. So then now it's just uh, Marky Mark, Zooey and the little girl run away. Because obviously this is house is not going to help them. Um, and they run through the forest and they end up finding another house uh, with an old lady who is, uh, there's no like power to this house. There's no TV, no radio, no, nothing. she's off the grid. Yeah. Like completely off the grid. And she lives in this area that this is the area that realtor guy told them to go to the, the completely empty land. This is where they are now. Yep. Um, so they, the lady doesn't want to let them in, but they eventually, you know, convince her to let them in. She's like very goofy because I think she's kind of like a hermit, right? She doesn't know how to deal with people anymore because she's been alone for so long. I think well, that's I guess I just kind of feed you dinner now. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's very odd. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, she like feeds them and then she's like, oh, I guess I can let you spend the night just one night. Um, and then uh, basically changes her mind anyway, because they're like kind of snooping around the house. Um, and she catches them and then she's like, you know, get the hell out of here. Um, but it's, it's that they try to sort of convince her to stay, but then she like, basically the wind blows at her and she, um, basically, you know, goes off in the garden and, and kills herself. Yep. Um, and at this point, Marky Mark is stuck in the main house and he was looking for, for Zooey and the little girl, um, and he can hear them, but he can't see them. And eventually, he figures out they're in like this, like outhouse, like you know, outbuilding, a, a, a guest house that had a pipe built between it for when there were slaves running away, right from the you know the Harry Tubman time of of this stuff, and so the Underground Railroad, right? Underground Railroad, yeah. So they're able to communicate between the houses, right? Yeah. So the old lady told them this during dinner, I guess. Yes left that out um so yeah so they can like hear each other but they're like yo the wind is going outside and they're like you know he's like oh close the windows close the doors you know the wind is coming you know like it's gonna get us um so he's like okay we just gotta like wait this out you know because uh, they said it's supposed to be done by like nine thirty in the morning well they said it's something it's, like that yeah they said it's going to be cresting soon that they assume um maybe it'll end soon they don't know Right. Um, so Marky Mark makes the, the brave sacrifice of waiting for like uh, 10 minutes <laughs> before he goes, I can't take it anymore. I have to go see my wife and walks outside, you know, you know, basically whatever will be, will be right. Uh, he and goes outside, she walks outside yeah, and then she the walks kid. out at the same time with the kid. Uh, and instead of them killing themselves, uh, it's just regular wind. And it looks like the event is over. Um, so they're like all oh, happy ending, right? Um, so it's Marky Mark and Zooey and the little girl. Um, so that's the end. And they kind of fast forward a bit. Um, and then now Six they're all months, yeah, something they're, like that. Yeah. yeah, they're living together happily in Philly, um, in Philadelphia. Um, and they're like a little happy family now. And they seem to have worked out all of their issues. 
Uh, and then the very end is uh, another event like the Central Park event happens, but it's somewhere in uh, Paris. Harry, Harry. Yeah. So, yeah, you see, so it's the same kind of thing happens with the people talking backwards and or talking funny and then walking backwards and everybody kills themselves. But you see, like, the Eiffel Tower in the background. Yep. Um, showing that, um, you know, this is not just a single place thing. This is now happening worldwide. Well, so the news exposition was it was just New England. Right, area. yeah. Well, they said it was just one specific area. It's kind of hard to say that this was a plant thing. Or right. a worldwide thing because it didn't happen anywhere else. It only happened in this one area. So now this other place happened. And it's been six months since right. the last attack. Right. So, yeah. So this place happened. You know, this other one happens. So now, you know, that's where it goes. You you would think that London would be the next one, right? Because London is like the second largest city in the world, <laughs> I think. Correct. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, movie over. Movie over. Yep. Uh, was this wasn't your first time, but I know we discussed this on the last uh episode 28. Mm. But and I you waited to watch this one. When do you what was your first thought when you initially watched this? And what was your kind of your thought? Uh, I you know, <laughs> when I was first watching it, I kind of thought it was bad on purpose. Like, I was, I kind of assumed, like, okay, maybe he's trying to make this like as cheesy as possible, right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's what's going on, but as you watch it, no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> because there are people that are acting well in it, and the mostly people are not, but there are some people that are doing a good job. And if it was like just totally cheesy, campy, everybody would be on the same page, and everybody is not on the same page in this movie. So well, let's face it, Marky Mark and, and Zoe are not the good actors. Oh God, no! <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. They are, um, yeah, this is like some of the worst dialogue, the worst like filmmaking I've ever seen is in this movie. It is a horrible. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, maybe this is intentionally bad. But as the movie went along, it was like, no, this is just a horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> you know, and I think at the end of this, I think, I think M. Night Shyamalan, what he was like interviewed, like, why is the movie so bad? You know, because like everybody knows the movie's bad. And I think he said uh, he did it on purpose because he was trying to recreate like the cheesy movies of like the fifties and sixties. You look like the shorts, no springs, right? Type like like that, like uh, reefer madness, and right. And we all yeah. know that's a lie. I mean, we all know <laughs> that's right. just him backpedaling. Like, no, no, I wasn't trying to be serious at all. That was I was being a joke. Like, no, you weren't. This is you did this. Just own it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, what did you say that uh, we talked this off before we recorded? What did you say that after you watched this the first time though, at the end? At the end of it, I said, I will <laughs> never watch this movie again. Um, well, here we are. Yeah, I know. This is, I'm breaking my own rule. But yeah, I mean, this movie is that bad. But I was like, I will never watch this movie again. This is a horrible movie. Yeah. Uh, this might have been only my second time seeing it. In one thing, fully through. Um, no, I mean, I think no, the third time, second time, first time was right after it came on DVD. Second time was with Rift Tracks, and then this third time was again a you know serious sit down and watch versus the Rift Tracks version. Uh premise was 
my first thoughts were premise was okay, but I go like this is like he scraped the bottom of the tank of ideas at this point in time, I thought. <laughs> uh, uh, because yeah. the two before this and the one after this, being which he didn't direct, but Devil, were just awful. Yes. I go, and night's done. That was my th- first thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's drowning with the lake on fire and someone hands him a baby type of done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's uh yeah. I'm gonna i yeah, I'm gonna hold back most of it till we get to rant time. Yeah. But, um but yeah. Any highlights for you? Um there are actually. Uh I would say like John Leguizamo does a great job in this movie. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he managed to do it, but somehow out of this movie he managed to pull a great performance out of there. I mean yeah he's not in the movie for like that long. But when he's in there, he did a great job. I mean, fantastic job. And I would say him and um, the old lady hermit at the end, like they did a great job, like actually like acted well, like played their their roles perfectly. Um, I mean, everybody else was horrible. I mean, that's I'll go right into the low point uh, is that (laughs) the acting of this movie is so ridiculously bad. I mean, it is like they were almost like. Like trying to one up each other with like I can act worse. No, I can act worse. I mean, like the the expressions on their face, the reactions that they're having, the way that they're talking, it's like comically bad. What? No. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> literally. I mean the the facial expressions, it's like, are you serious? <laughs> it's the trees. Right. Run. Yeah. It's yeah. uh yeah, it's bad. I I hundred percent agree with you on your highlights and low points. Um, and I don't know how accurate this might be a low point going to the ramp, but how accurate that tube is between those houses. Because I'm sorry, if you're hiding anyone, you wouldn't have a pipe that would let the people in the main house hear them. (laughs) Right? Not all the time, right? It wouldn't just be sitting there. Right. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know that a lot of old timey houses had like, you know, the weird pipe horns to where like they could yeah. call for help and stuff. I don't know. I've never really seen how that works. So I imagine on some, in some realm, a version of this would work. I don't know if it would work the way that they had it. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I, it doesn't seem plausible to me, but again, I, I, I think you could, there could be a way that it was done to work. I just don't think it was done in this movie the right, the right way. Correct. And the pipe was pretty fresh looking for being as old as it Yeah, was. okay, it had threads on it. Okay, they yeah. did not have threaded pipe in the 1800s, I'm sorry. No, they did not. <laughs> well, on that note then, should we go into the, does the twist ruin the movie, if it even could be ruined for, at this point in time, from the twist and ran time. Um, Let's get into this thing. Okay, now... <laughs> I mean, what is the twist, really? The twist is what? It's plants. It's plants yes. killing people. That's the twist. Um, uh, okay. Now, here's, here's my, my main <laughs> main problem with this is that, um, I mean, I don't know if th- there is such a complex system of, like, uh, brain chemicals that, that would need to be triggered in order to make this stuff happen. Yes. Um, I'm not saying it could not happen. 
I, I am saying that it would nowhere near happen the way that it does. There is no chemical that a, that a plant could spray into the air without any kind of, you know, experimentation. Like this is literally the first event of this kind ever happening. And it has a 100% success rate, which well, is ridiculous. Not only that, it, I, you, if you want to say that a, a particular plant can evolve through something, that's one thing. But to have a coordinate attack across the huge biodiversity that exists in New England itself, to have a coordinated attack across everything, every plant, is absurd. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they, now they have shown, I have seen studies that show, like, you know, certain species can communicate from plant to plant. Like, the individual plants can communicate with individual plants using you know, their root systems and stuff like that, you know, to where they can actually like share resources and, and stuff like that. Like they can communicate, but we're, we're talking across species of plants. I mean, and across not, states, right? I mean, this is, <laughs> the, I mean, again, that is one thing that's ridiculous. That would never, ever happen. Uh, two is like I said, that, that brain chemistry is so different from person to person. Um, mm-hmm. Could you spray a chemical in in the air that would make some people commit suicide? Yes. I mean, sure. I mean, the ridiculousness of that happening, the odds of that happening are extremely low. But I mean, could it happen? Possibly. I mean, they've shown that you know certain chemicals. You know, like if you, certain people have certain reactions to something. Like I'm sure you've seen on like you know drug commercials where they yeah. say like you know side effects are increased. You know suicide risk and stuff like that yes so there are things that you can do to your brain chemistry that would increase your likelihood of killing yourself but there is nothing that will cause you to kill yourself with a hundred percent success rate that is ridiculous to even think about and Um, in unique and interesting ways right i mean i i understand (laughs) like I, i understand what you're trying to say the metaphor here is that oh humans shouldn't destroy the planet because the plants might fight back like okay that's great i i really wish they would but if they did it would not be like this and and if no. they did it would not be a hundred percent you know would there be some people committing suicide in central park i'm sure would most of those people survive absolutely they would yes. you know i mean there's no way you can with a hundred percent you know functionality you know a hundred percent you know, across the board, all of these people would just kill themselves being exposed to some neurochemical that they, this, it's ridiculous to think about. There's no way that that would ever happen. Well, it's, it's, let's put it this way. It is a poor man's, the stand. Um, I feel like I, which that even wasn't a hundred percent effective. It was close. No, but that's, again, that's, that's the thing. Like anyone who knows something, you can have something that would, wipe out almost the entire planet and again almost is the key there no virus will kill everyone some people will always naturally be immune to it no one knows why no one knows how sometimes you'll get the disease that kills almost 100 percent of the time but you'll survive anyway right i mean there are people that get ebola and survive it's not it's not the majority but some people do right i mean so no matter how bad the disease is some people will catch it and survive and some people will never catch it at all even if you like literally inject them with it they're immune to it correct right i mean it happens you know obviously we just went through a pandemic and you've seen it some people get sick and they and they don't even show symptoms they don't even know they're sick all right 
So, I mean, the, and, with this being a 100% success rate is ridiculous. And only on people. Correct. If you're, re- if you're releasing such a chemical-altering thing in the air, it's going to affect animals in some way and shape to a degree of something. It's not like, you know, we can't, you know, we can't go, oh, dogs are immune to, like, nerve gas or, you know, mustard gas. Or, it, it's, it's like if you gave dog prescription medication, it's going to do something to them, too. It's, it's not the same as humans, but it would still cause something, I would, I would think. Well, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure something would happen. I mean, obviously, the dog's not going to kill themselves. I mean, I don't. I guess it's possible, but it would be a lot harder for a dog to do. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's yeah. The twist is the trees, and the, then then they can run like they were they were showing the wind, them looking at it and going, "Hey, we can outrun this, right?" <laughs> like you're not going to, right? It's the I wind. Mean- <laughs> <laughs> Again, I mean, there's wind gusts. Um, I mean, you know, we're not talking hurricane winds here. We're talking regular wind gusts. I mean, we get the warnings all the time. We just had a warning yesterday for 60 mile an hour wind gusts. Yeah. You can't run 60 miles an hour. I mean, nobody can. It's not physically possible to do. Correct. And. Let's face it; those farmhouses aren't exactly draft-proof. Never been <laughs> right. to a farmhouse, right? Like I'm going to close this door and then put something on the bottom. Yeah, because that's how air works. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Once you close the door, there's no there's no air getting into that room. Right? Yeah, draft the old farmhouse. <laughs> that's like at least okay. It had underground railroad communication system, which means it's like you know over 150 years old. Right. right, like there's no way that that house is not drafty. There's no way there's not holes where the wind can just blow right in. Let alone the house that Zoe and the daughter were in. Zooey. Zooey. Because that's going to be <laughs> built out even worse. Yeah, I know. But again, he was like, she had just killed herself. The old lady had just killed herself. And he didn't tell her to close the door until like, what, a full couple minutes after that? Yeah, and like the field that she killed herself in was right next to that little house they were in. There's yes. no way that it didn't blow in that house. Yes. Um, but again, I mean, yeah, the twist is that this is not possible. And again, I, as I think I said this last episode too, I love sci-fi, right? I understand yeah. that I have to suspend my my disbelief <laughs> a lot to enjoy sci-fi because a lot of it doesn't make sense. But you try to like you know noodle it out, make it make it make sense in your head, canon. Right. This is yep. why it works. You can make it work. Uh, yep. This you can't. I mean, there's there's no way. There's no way you slice it that this would ever possibly happen. I understand the metaphor he's trying to make here. It just again, this is what M Night Shyamalan does. He comes up with like this base metaphor and he writes this movie around it. And no matter how badly it doesn't make sense, like no one calls him out on it somehow, and he manages to make a movie that ends up like this. Right. And. Okay, and just to put it in today's relevance of the idea of this 100%-ness effective, for anyone listening, we are five episodes into The Last of Us. People are immune there, too. (laughs) Right. Not Uh, a lot. No, (laughs) it's not a lot. But, I mean, it it would be... uh, you know, it's, it's possible. There's always some small percentage of people that are immune to whatever is happening. 
Correct. Um, I mean, obviously, unless it's like a nuclear bomb or something, but even like, uh, you know, when bombs hit, like, you know, the Japanese cities, people survived. Um, I mean, obviously not in good shape, but they did. There was a guy that survived both of them. Right. I mean, so like, again, (laughs) bad things happen, but sometimes people survive anyway. And this movie like doesn't factor in those percentages at all. It's just like everything's 100% effective 100% of the time. Yes. And that to me is just, it's beyond, (laughs) I can't, I can't suspend my disbelief that much. There's no way it's 100%. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the twisted being the trees is dumb. It really. I mean, it is. I mean, really again, is. I, the idea of it, it could make sense, but the way that he does it does not. Yeah, completely agree. So I don't. The, the movie was just was just bad, and we'll say it here is what we've discussed recently too. Is uh, M Night Shyamalan actors that do good in his movies are people that don't need direction. And anyone that needs direction ends up being worse actors because of his clearly lack of direction capabilities. Right. So Marky Mark and Zooey, uh, clearly not good. <laughs> yeah, like Marky Mark, he's been good in movies. I mean, I've seen him in movies, but these are movies with strong directors, right? Right. Um, movies with strong directors can make him good. And, and I think he's good when he has like some kind of like weird kind of comedic edge to his performance mm-hmm. in some way. Um, I think he's really good at playing that kind of role. Um, and I think he tried to play that role here. And I just think it completely fell flat because they didn't know how to like work that in. <laughs> you he know, like, just seemed as dumb as he did in the Transformers movies with Michael Bay. Right. Clearly also not a good director. Right. But again, <laughs> but he was, tr- he tried to make it fun. Right. Right. And, and in that he comes across as, you know, yeah, he's trying to make it fun. It's just a bad movie. You can't save a bad movie that but yeah he was just trying to be fun in that movie and this movie i think he tries to be fun i think he tries to ham it up because he he probably assumes this is supposed to be bad because it's just that bad and i I know that i'm like chamelon and a lot of other people say it's supposed to be bad it's not it's not though i mean why do you have some people that act like it's completely serious and do a great job being serious in a movie that's supposed to be comedic it doesn't make sense correct and at least they gave Zooey's character the plot point of she doesn't know how to show emotions. She's, you know, emotionless, which great, plays great for her acting capability. Right. And again, like she, uh, I mean, at this time when this movie came out, I watched it because I liked her at the time. This is yes. 2008. This is like, you know, peak <laughs> of her at the time. Like uh, um, she and him, you ever hear them? The band? Yeah. Yeah, like she, that's her. That's, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, their, their music was around at that time. I mean, yeah, she was like big at that time. Um, right. And I liked her and I, I watched this movie and she was terrible in it. Um, it's unfortunate, but like a lot of, you know, a lot of movies, especially around this time, she was always playing that, that Manny Pixie Dream Girl character. Yep. Um, and I think she's great at that character. Um, but in this, she wasn't playing that. And I think she just didn't get any direction at all. So she was like, well, my character doesn't have emotions. I mean, whether or not that was planned or not. I mean, I mean, it could have been like, well, let's just say that afterwards because it's so bad. But um, I don't know if it was planned or not. But again, maybe she was just rolling into that or leaning into that. And that's why she's so bad. I don't know. Um, I just know that there's a lot, a lot of bad performances in this. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's, it's bad. 
Yeah. 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 We. Uh, I don't want to watch this again. No. I, hopefully, I never have to. And we'll we'll say it right now. When we do this ten years from now, we're not revisiting M Night Shyamalan these movies. Well, we we'll can we can, but I'm not watching this movie again. No, I'm just if you, if you try to make me do it, I'm just gonna like cut out sound bites from this and just paste it in. There you go, that works. All right, so I mean, if you had to say how many brain cells you actually lost, you could go with all of them. Yeah, but yeah. The number of brain cells lost for our scale out of ten. What do you give this movie? Um, I mean, this movie, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, the week before that, right? I mean, like, uh, The Village and Devil, uh, I gave twos. Yep. And this movie is worse than that. So I yep. have to give it a one. <laughs> it, it, one brain cell loss <laughs> out of ten. Uh, just because it is, it is literally that bad. I mean, I give it a one simply because uh, John Leguizamo did do a good job. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know, small ship in a huge ocean, but at least it's something. Uh yeah. This is this isn't the worst movie we've watched ever. No, not ever. One. No, not ever. But it's, <laughs> we know that. it's up there. It is uh, 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 one point five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a point five. You know, we can average it to a one point two five. Okay, <laughs> why not? Right, that's sure. a twist. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the twist is uh, there's no twist. It's just bad. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings me up for because uh, technically he has other things. He has the the devil between this. I think he has after earth between us. Oh good. And last and last airbender between the devil and the visit. Which yeah. We could say are zeros across the board. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't bother watching uh any of those because well no. obviously I did watch the devil, but I did not watch uh after earth or the other thing because again after <laughs> after watching these movies I'm like nope. I'm done with it. Nope. I'm not watching this ever again. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right. So then we get into 2015, The Visit. Now, it, believe it or not, this is my first time watching this. Because when this came out, I go, uh, no, no, I'm done with that night. <laughs> not going to happen. Um, uh, and just a quick note that the brother and sister in this movie played the best friend and babysitter in better watch out, which we reviewed in December, mm-hmm. which came out a year later. Right. And after I pointed out to the wife, she goes, that is them. I go, yeah. They seem so much older a year later. I go, yeah. Well, that's how children work. <laughs> they I age know. fast. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> Not to mine. Don't seem to. <laughs> um, so we get, Arguably the best actor in this time would be Catherine Hahn. Um, there, it's it, it's a found, it, not found footage. It's a documentary style horror movie. So it's kind of playing a little bit on the found footage, but they're they clearly say why they have cameras. They're not just holding cameras to hold cameras. Um, the daughter is making a documentary because her mom, Catherine Hahn, 
ran away from home at 19 with their dad. And she hadn't seen her parents since then. Um, and they go, you know, they reached out over social media and got a hold of her and found her because the dad, like, fell in love with, like, the barista at Starbucks, who was already, you know, dad was clearly, like I said, 10 years older than she was mm-hmm. and just left. So they're trying to deal with that. Um, they're trying to reconnect to family and they want to give mom a break to go out with, I don't remember the guy's name. Miguel. Miguel. Yeah. So. Uh, first off the bat, you send your kids on a train by themselves to grandparents they never met, and you don't go with. Well, I mean, they kind of, they kind of, sort of give you a reason why. Um, yeah. Because again, she had a huge falling out when she left, um, and basically, she never forgave them. They never forgave her. Um, she just doesn't want to deprive her children of knowing her grandparents, but she, at this point, does does not want to reconcile with them. Mima and Pop Pop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nana. Nana and Pop Pop. Na- Na- Nana and Pop Pop, sorry. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, she I, does I, not I, want to reconcile with them, but she doesn't want to deprive her children of having more family. Um, right, and especially since, after everything they went through with the dad leaving. Right, yeah. And so, yeah, they offered to take them for a week while she goes on a cruise with her mm-hmm. new boyfriend. Um, and so she agreed. I, I, I mean, I could get that. I mean, the, the daughter was 15. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's old enough to, I mean, you get kids as, how, you know, like if you're sending your kids to like your grandparents in Florida, like, you know, sometimes they send kids alone Yeah. on a plane. You know, I mean. It happens. I, mean, I, I don't see it's that that. I mean, they give you a fair explanation as to why. I mean, we'll get into their explanation of things with the twist. I, yeah, I'm gonna save that point for there. Um, so anyway, uh, and then the the younger brother, um, he's a he's a germaphobe. He's had it since the dad left. Also, he developed it. Uh, he wants to be a rapper, clearly, and bad at it. Um, they get, we get a little segment on the train with the conductor, just spending time with the two kids, being the beatbox while the, the little kid raps, which was awful. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of times, I mean, uh, you know, like people will do that, you know, like a like a flight attendant on a plane, or you know, like yeah, the ticket yeah. guy on a yeah. If you see two kids traveling alone, yeah, they kind of like you know gravitate toward them just to keep an eye on them. I mean, that's a normal yeah. thing. Um. So anyway, you know, they, they get there and they're recording and they just want to document how they're doing and doing, trying to create the, what, what she called the, the elixir the sauce, the elixir, elixir, yes, the elixir for their mom to help reconcile that that's their goal of this and to figure out exactly what happened that night. Um, so Nana and pop, pop, pick them up. Um, and which was strange. I didn't see him have any luggage when he left the train. Um, uh, well, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they had, um, they had a laptop with them with a camera as well that they were using to Skype with, with their mom. Cause they had Wi-Fi at their house, at their farmhouse, which was odd. Of course. Um, and essentially, essentially, you know, they're, they're finding out like, you know, we became these, therapist for other people that they won awards and that they recently 
kind of stopped doing it just because it's getting harder for them to do as they're getting older. Right. Well, okay. To be fair, sorry, I rewind a bit. They did <laughs> not have Wi-Fi, um, but they did have their old farmhouse wired for Ethernet. Oh, because <laughs> if you see whatever when they're plugging, oh, that's the cord attached right, to it. That's the cable. Is they're plugging the Ethernet into the wall jack? So I think someone just kind of misunderstood like how internet works yeah <laughs> like a farmhouse is not gonna have ethernet jacks like throughout the house that's i mean it's just not there's no way no um wi-fi sure if you put a wi-fi router in there but again they had no computers there i don't even think they had a tv there um, they did did they i didn't because well, uh, Nan, uh, nana was watching it and laughing no she's looking at the wall well they thought she was watching tv right but they never showed a tv <laughs> right <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, there may have been a TV there. I, I'm I'm just being, but um, but yeah, but they they didn't have a computer. They never reason to have Wi-Fi. But why would they have Ethernet jacks run through the house? They have internet on them. They have nothing to use the internet for. I mean, whatever. Correct. I mean, yeah. Well, if, I guess was, I guess there's yeah. reasons why that may have been possible. But Ethernet jacks in uh, you know, like that house is ridiculous. There's no way. Correct. The, there's no way they got that. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, don't go downstairs. Don't go into the barn. Um, they just have kind of little weird rules and they just have a little weird perks that are quirks that they just don't fully understand because this is the first time meeting them. Um, and at night, they're like, oh, bedtime's 930, right? So, okay, that's odd, which... I think it's a fair time for older for grandparents to go to sleep and want their kids there to go to sleep, right? Right. And like it seems to happen at like ten forty one every evening. Um, they just hear weird noise, weird noise, um, and so you know they look out there and like Nana is walking through the house throwing up. <laughs> right. Go, okay, that's. You know, so then they ask Pop Pop what's going on. Oh, she just, you know, she gets sick. This is, she has, I don't remember what they said at this point it was. I think, I think he said it was just the stomach flu. Just the stomach flu. She seems better now. They ask her if she's better. Yeah. Um, you know, Grandpa chops a lot of wood. Yeah. And yeah, um, to be fair, Grandma was just like cooking breakfast like nothing was wrong in the morning. Right. So, yeah. And, you know, so they just go, okay. Okay, we we get it, and I can understand the, like the the brother being concerned about it because he is germaphobic at this point in time, and it makes sense that he would be disgusted by that. I'd be disgusted by it. I'm not germaphobic, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I can't handle that. Um, so they're just kind of going throughout their day, um, and I guess they went, you know, at one point they went for a walk past the well, and they, before they got to them, they saw him like talking to the well. And they go, that's odd, and they went to investigate, and it's just nothing but water. Huh. Not much to that, right? Um, And then, I think the next, because they have dates on there, so it's essentially a Monday through Friday, or Tuesday through Friday. They're kind of staying there. And um, next night, they hear, like, scratching, or some weird noise. And they go into the room, and it's Nana scratching at the wall with her ass hanging out of her nightgown. Well, no, she was she was not wearing anything at this point. 
That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I can see that being scarring for. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, it was scarring for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, they're asking like, is, is, is that okay? Well, you know, after kind of retiring, let's say from being therapist, you know, she has the, it wasn't night tears. It was sundowning. Sundowning, which is a thing. It is a thing. Yes. Yeah, so essentially when the sun goes down, that she affects her because people are actually affected by the lunar and solar cycles. Not as much as some people say, but people are affected by it, right? That we we have this instinctual thing of the dark, that it's the lizard brain in their head that goes, it's dark, you know, things can see you better than you can see them. And it's, it's, sometimes it's a f- rational fear. Right. You know, the fear of the unknown. And I get that. Um. I th- they go, oh, okay. And they looked up and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sundown is a real thing. It's, it is part of like a almost dementia at this point in time. Um, and I think they go, they go, the grandparents go somewhere and the brother goes and investigates the barn or the shed and he finds a whole bunch of diapers filled with shit. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Adult, and to be clear, adult diapers. Adult diapers. Uh, all because Pop Pop is in consonance and he's shameful of it, so he hides it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what Nana says when he tells Nana about it. Right, and you know what? Fair point, right? Yeah, I, I, well, at this point in time, yeah, that doesn't seem weird at this point in time. But there's a lot of stuff stacking up to like, okay, these people probably shouldn't be taking care of children. <laughs> like, well, they, 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 they both play have high. serious issues. They. Yeah, they're playing hide and seek in the crawl space, which you know is full of bugs. Right. I'm sure you hated that scene. Oh, uh, bugs. And then like Dana's like 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 going ringu on us right, and yeah. like crawling through the basement like very rapidly, almost seemingly like backwards, like contortionist backwards, like yeah. the Blair going down the stairs backwards type things. Yeah. But she's, I'm gonna get you. Oh, I'm gonna I'm get, get you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrifying, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then she and um, then they finally escape, and she comes out and she's like, "Ha ha ha, that was fun!" And then it's like runs away, but her the skirt is like tucked into her belt, and her ass is hanging out. It's, yeah, and she kind of does that running throughout the house a little bit too, right? Um, I think okay, something's really off here, <laughs> right? And they like they talk to their you know, like some people from the therapy group show up. And like, well, we're just here to speak to them. They missed their meeting. We don't know what's going on. We don't make sure they're okay because they're old. No, they're not here. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just tell them whoever I am said hi and come check in. Um. Oh, also, pop, pop. Uh, well, just to decide is that uh, the, the camera that's on the computer they use to Skype their mom, uh, Nana accidentally puts like, uh, like batter. biscuit batter on it so that they can't use the camera. Correct. Just, to, yes. just as an aside. Yes. Um, so they have some Skype calls. Like, I wish I could see you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Pop Pop clearly gets confused. He thinks he's dressing up for a party. There's no party. And you can start seeing a very rapid decline. I'd say their mental well-being and cognitive abilities by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, it happens very fast. It becomes very clear. <laughs> That these people are not in best shape and should not be taking care of children for any length of time, especially not an entire week. 
Right. And they go, okay, the brother goes, I want to put the camera in the living room next to this owl. And she goes, no, you can't do it. It's invasion of privacy. Then just more weird stuff happens at night. Um, and they go, okay, we're going to do that. And essentially, Nana takes the camera and just kind of goes like Michael Myers on, like she tries to go Michael Myers on their ass. Like he, she grabs the camera, grabs a big butcher knife and is just kind of like paranormal activity standing outside their door trying to get to them. Yeah. With a butcher knife. And they see that. Yeah. We need to leave. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was Friday. They were supposed to leave on Saturday and this is on right. Friday. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're trying to tell our mom we need to do you know, something about this. They cleaned the batter off um, the camera. They have a Skype telling them, you know, we got to get out of here. And uh, this is when you find out uh, those aren't her parents. And, like, those aren't Nana and Pop Pop. <laughs> right. I don't know who these people are. Uh, and so, you know, calling cops, the they're Signal gets lost. She's trying to call the cops along the way, and she's many, many hours away from this farm in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, outside of Philadelphia. Do they actually say how far outside of Philadelphia it is? I'm, I'm sure they do. Uh, like, knowing his logic, two miles. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, okay, we just got kind of pretend until people come and get us. Well, we're supposed to do, try escape and all that stuff. Um, so they play a board start playing Yahtzee and they start really going off the rails. Nana and Pop Pop say so this is how you play. You're not playing Yahtzee right. He gets angry. They find their dead grandparents in the basements. Um, and they're just trying to escape and Pop Pop, you know, essentially the daughter gets Nana and the boy tries to stand up for Pop Pop. There's this whole story about why he's concerned the dad did was nice when he left because when he was eight, he froze at a football game and just stood there. And when he's, he kind of froze with trying to confront Pop Pop to the point where he got the adult diaper smear of shit oh, smeared into his face. Uh, which is probably very dramatic. Uh, for, it's dis- you know, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, that's, um, the scene goes like, oh, yeah, so uh, I heard you're kind of uh, afraid of germs and stuff, right? Like, he literally just slaps him in the face (laughs) with this this diaper. It's so gross. Yes. Um, And then, yeah, uh, Nana is confronted by the daughter. She, you know, starts banging her head against a mirror on a dresser, and she stabs Nana a few times with a broken piece of glass, and then she goes to try to help out her brother with Pop-Pop, and Pop up seemingly pretty strong for for elderly guy, and you know, and then she goes, "Hey, I can't do this." And then the brother finally unfreezes. He's like, "I didn't freeze this time," you know, just essentially take out Pop Pop. Um, and then the police arrive, and the, you get a little more backstory. Like you see that this elderly couple were patients or of their actual grandparents, and they just wanted to be grandparents before they got in trouble. Like there was illusions the entire time. Like, Oh, this is our last chance to do this. Like before dot, 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 you know, they get caught. Right. Well, yeah, it was the old, the old lady, um, she had two children and she had yeah. this delusion that like aliens lived in this pond 
and that if she put yep. her children in the pond and drowned them there, that they would go to sleep and then go to a different planet. Correct. Um, and so that's and what Pop 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 had this vision of some like white, fluffy unicorn type rat at the factory he worked. And he, you know, he got fired because he kept saying that it was there with like yellow eyes or right. something like that. So, and what we're seeing throughout this entire thing is them off their meds. <laughs> well, yeah, but basically, yeah, they they kept hearing, um, you know, the real Pop Pop and Nana talking about how excited they were to meet their grandkids who they hadn't seen ever. And so yeah. then uh, the fake Pop Pop basically said, well, uh, fake Nana needs to experience being a grandmother one more time in her life um, so yeah. that they need to do this. So they essentially killed them to give her uh, a, a second chance at being a grandma, even though the first time she killed her kids and this time she was trying to kill them again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it ends with the elixir working and the mother kind of regretting you find out that she just kind of left that they're cursing and that she slapped her mother and her dad hit her and then she left because she's with this gorgeous 10 year old man older man she ran away <laughs> 10 years older bitch. not 10 year old man <laughs> 10 <laughs> yes. years older man uh so yeah like i said this is my first time watching it um it it was better than I expected it to be. To be quite honest, oh, it was. I was. It was. I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting much. Um, and I don't believe M Night made an appearance in this movie. He did. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he played. He was the. Um, uh jeez, uh, hold on. I think I'm. Uh, I think you're thinking of knocking the cabin. Uh yeah maybe. I don't recall seeing him in this in any way, shape, or form. I expect him to be like a train conductor <laughs> or something, but right. No, I don't yeah. recall him in this. Yeah, you're right. I think I might be thinking of the other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I mean it this actually worked. The the creepiness level was there for Nan and Papa. I think they the those two people did a fantastic job. No, in this movie. Yeah, they did. And again, um, I watched this movie because I was shocked. At, I had multiple people at this time tell me it was good. And I was like, you know, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, right? And they're like, no, really, it's good. <laughs> and like at this point, I was like, I, w- I will never again watch a movie from M. Night Shyamalan. I said, like, I, I could not stand the last few movies that he made. Um, most yeah. of them I didn't even bother with because I'm like, no, I'm not even going to bother with this stuff. <laughs> um, but this one, people, you know, like, I, again, multiple people told me it was good. And I actually like looked up reviews and people were saying it was good. I'm like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for one minute. Um, and so I actually watched it and I was like, oh, all right, that's, that's not bad. It's not, I wouldn't say it's good, but it's decent. It's a decent movie. Um, but it's on his. It's on his better. End oh yes, him, for him. <laughs> yes, it's great for him. It's a great movie for yes. for for you know compared to the rest of the uh, the world of movies. <laughs> it's a decent movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I go, I, like I said, I didn't watch this until this past weekend, and this, this has been out for seven years, seven and a half. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I watched it right around when it first came out. Well, I mean, obviously, I didn't watch it in the theater, but I watched it like when it came out on video, like very soon after it came out on video. 
I was I at this time I was past the whole camera thing, found footage documentary, and I was over at night. So obviously I waited seven and a half years for this. Oh, I mean, it's very fair. I mean, I I was going to pass, right? <laughs> Multiple people kept telling me it was good, and I was like, "Here, there's no way." I mean, I didn't know you then when this came out. Yeah. I didn't know anyone that watched this that said it was good. So I didn't have anyone telling me that movie was old for me that everyone said to watch. Um, but no, I'm like, okay. And I watched it. I'm like, I can see. I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it then because I would have had that spark of hope <laughs> that maybe he'll be good again. <laughs> right. But I, that spark was already dead, so I'm like, I'm not. Gonna, I'm glad it didn't ignite that spark. Uh, like I said it was um, it was dead for me. But like, you know, like I said, I talked to multiple people who kept blowing on the coals, and I'm like, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> but they actually they did. So no, but it turns out to be a, a in his catalog of horror movies because I think he's other movies that are amazing that aren't horror that we may never get to on this podcast. Huh. Like unbreakable, right? And split. <laughs> well, oh, those were fantastic. Well, movies. Split has some pretty heavy horror elements. We we might be able to get yeah. that at some point. Unbreakable Maybe. really doesn't. Yeah, I mean, no. I, yeah, I can't see that one. No, or Glass. Yeah, we may do Split as a one-off with other movies that deal with DID or or stuff like that. Right. Um, we'll we'll, we'll discuss that at some point. Uh, but no, uh, so yeah, I mean, those were my first thoughts. I was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> I wasn't mad I watched it. Let's go. With that. <laughs> <laughs> um, highlights though, like I said, it's it's Nana and Papa. Like they did such an amazing job playing with all those things, like you really felt like they were off their meds for a couple of days and they were already a little crazy, but this just put them over the edge. And I think the execution of that decline was expertly done. I don't know who these actors are. I've never don't recall them in anything ever. Uh, the guy I have seen in things, I don't remember what they are, but he is familiar. I have seen him in things before. And obviously Catherine Hahn, but she was she was great in it too, and but I don't think he was. I don't. I think this what made this movie work is he was relying on big names to do this movie, right? Yeah, I mean Catherine, Catherine I Hahn is a, I think is a he, decent big name, but she's not really involved in most of the movie. She's kind of like a side character for the most part, right? She was she was side character like Agatha a bit, yeah. So uh, Agatha all along. Correct. But she was great in it. So, but like I said, I think this at this point in time, he realized big name actors are not coming to see me to see my movies for some reason. So, I'll have to work with who I got, and he did it well. That he wasn't relying then solely on the twist and the actors in it to bring people to his movie. He went back to like I would say pure horror in a way, right? For him. <laughs> so, about you? What about highlights for you? Um. Yeah, I mean, highlights would be about the same. I mean, I I really liked Catherine Hahn. I mean, yeah, she wasn't in it for very long, but she did a great job while she was in it. Um, but yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's it's it was a believable type thing, and that's what 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 kind of builds up to it is like something weird happens, and you're like, oh, that's yeah, that's bizarre. But then like they kind of explain it away, and you're like, okay, that's a plausible explanation. You know, I mean, like you know, I yeah. I, I can see that being happened. You know, and then it happens again, a plausible explanation. 
oh, okay. And then it happens again. Plausible explanation. All right. And like, these are starting to, <laughs> these are starting to pile up here. Like, yeah, there might be plausible explanation. But there's a lot of these, right? And so then it gets to the point. up like pop pops. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And so it's like, uh, you know, and even the kids are like, all right, something is weird. Like, yeah, these explanations are, are positive, right? Like we understand like, okay, we get it. But like, it's starting to get to the point where like, okay, something, something crazy is going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's just well done. I think that's, it's the, the kind of build up is, is done well in this movie. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did like that at all. But again, you know, a lot of that has to do with the performances, like you said before. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree yeah. with that. But yeah, I think that that buildup was just was just good. Um, low points, obviously, not enough Catherine Hahn. Um, um, I will <laughs> say, I will say the low points is that kid rapping, rapping, dear yes. God, it was so cringy, bad. Like it was, it was hurting me. I was like imploding inside with cringe like listening to this i'm like can you please make it stop because he does it like three times in the movie like maybe and they end the movie with it i know too. it's like oh jesus the post credit that credits are going with him rapping yeah, it's like the worst rapping like okay like he's not even like really rhyming <laughs> i mean oh i mean i don't I, again i'm not a big uh, rap fan anyway but he's not even like really rapping it's just bad it is so bad i have a dog who ate a log in the fall oh yeah it's like <laughs> seriously dude that that made me question i'm like all right am i the cantankerous old man now <laughs> i know you're not cantankerous <laughs> I'm like am man. i it, i'm like is this movie just not for me like is the, is it being that's wrong? No, it's the children. <laughs> no, but if it's okay, I can appreciate good hip hop. I mean, there's there's stuff that I like. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say the majority of it. Like, I do not. Uh, but there's stuff I like. I can appreciate it when it's good. Um, and this is just not. It is not that at all. It is painful. Uh, it is cringy, and he just can't wait for it to stop. So I would by far that's the low point. I, that's the, the real question is: Is this something he brought to M Night, or is this something M Night gave to? Yeah, I don't know. Do? I don't know. I mean, whoever it, it is feels needs to like, be slapped, but <laughs> whatever it is, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I mean, like, it felt like something he would bring up, like, "Hey, I'm a rapper. Can you can you incorporate this in my character?" <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> again, I don't know who All brought right. it up, but whoever brought it up <laughs> needs to be slapped and taught a lesson. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just remind me of. George from Scary Movie Three when he went to the when he was supposed to be Eminem in Eight Mile his bad rap <laughs> right at the beginning of it um yeah so the twist let's get into the twists now rant time right mm-hmm. twists obviously it's not their Nana and Papa right <clears throat> um and the explanation of why no one ever sees him that entire time got a little far-fetched for me. A little far-fetched. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean that's that's very fair. I mean, that, you know, like somebody who, uh, again, um, you know, volunteers at, at places every Tuesday and Thursday, um, and from what it seems, from what the people that visited, they haven't been there in a couple of weeks. Um. I mean, right. yeah, if they hadn't physically seen them in a couple of weeks, they would have called the cops to do a wellness check or something, right? I yes. mean, like, they show up and there's a couple of kids living in the house, and, like, they wouldn't just believe children they've never met before in their lives 
that oh yeah also oh. two also two patients are missing right yeah i mean yeah ex- exactly <laughs> it's like this there's just weirdness going on here i mean they would have called the cops to do a wellness check there would have been there would have been more going on because I mean, again if yes. they were like hermits that didn't talk to anybody in the neighborhood and stuff like that yeah very very possible were, that it could have been they were res- respected members of the community right well yes but if they volunteered at this place right like i mean everyone yeah. knows them they were there every tuesday and thursday they had their own counseling session their own counseling jobs and stuff um like they were yeah they were very involved so like again with a guy coming to show up saying hey they didn't show up you know like what's going on this yeah this seems like they would have called a lot earlier Yes, it it seemed very the, their their explanations of why we didn't get that twist ruined for us was very very thin. Right, like it seemed ridiculous to the point they're just making shit up as to why no one knows this beforehand. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it, it was it yeah, stretches believability. Yes, I agree. I mean, it it really does. Like in real life, that there's no way that it would have taken that long, no. especially when they went to go visit them in their house. And there's two people they've never met before, even if they are children. If there's two people they've never met before living in someone else's house and they're not there, yeah, something something would have they they would have called the cops. That's the small town stuff. They would have a very small town, and right. to that they would know they would know this that grandchildren would be appearing and you'd think they'd want to show off their grandkids to the therapy place. Right. Too, or like, right? okay, like the doctor guy, like, oh, they went for a walk. Like, oh, how long does it take them to take a walk? Because I'm sure they've done it multiple times. You know, oh, 30 minutes. Like, oh, I'll just wait. Right. You know, that most that would likely would have been the happened. normal thing to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But he was, they was there to gossip about things that happened. I'm I'm assuming the gossip of the turmoil that was going on were the two patients going missing. Right. But clearly no one cared about these two patients going missing. Apparently not. Like, clearly know that they're mentally unwell. Right. And then to not try to find them makes zero sense. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Now, I the twist of it not, like, to, like, so does that, does the twist ruin the movie? It doesn't. The flimsy way to not spoil a twist does. Yeah, but I get the first time you watch it, it you kind of for, you, you forgive it a bit, right? You obviously know something's going on. I mean, you obviously know yeah. something is happening, but you don't really you don't know what it is. Um, I mean, you can't. Yeah, you you obviously think something's going on, whether they're probably just bad people hiding something, right, or you know something like that. But you don't assume that it's a different people altogether. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I knew the twist before watching this movie because I said seven and a half years yeah. since it came out. I, I knew the twist, and maybe if I knew it going to without knowing the twist, it would have been different for me, but maybe I was just looking for these things, and it just didn't make sense along the way. Now, like I That's said, it I doesn't, but it did. see it better in the first Yeah, watch. it doesn't step beyond. Like most of his other movies, he takes that step beyond. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a logical end to something. There's a fuzzy end to something where you're like, uh, all right, whatever. I'll give it to you for the sake of, you know, suspension of disbelief. And then there's that step right. beyond. And he, like, almost all of his movies, he takes that step beyond where it's just like completely blows my mind out. Like, nope, there's no possible way this would ever happen. Like, I can't <laughs> get past it, you know? Like, the signs yeah. and, and, you know, aliens not having any kind of weapons or nets. Like, it's just, it's a step too far. <laughs> I can't believe it i can't get my head around it um this one doesn't it doesn't take that step does it take a step into the fuzzy sure yeah it does uh but it doesn't take that step beyond it and i think that's like when he does 
not take that step beyond you can make a good movie or you know not not a great movie but a good movie and they're just like too often steps past it and in this one at least oh, he does yeah. not. that's yeah that's a very fair point so i mean we don't i don't think we have much ranting to do about this movie which is really surprising yeah no i mean yeah this one is 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 fine i mean again you know we, we brought up the you know the things that there is to complain yeah. about, yeah. but it's not enough to to you know to bash the movie. It's just you know fuzzy things, right? I think it's I think, and we'll get let's get into our out of tens. I think it's definitely rewatchable, maybe not a lot of times, but I I, I give this seven point five out of, out of ten. What about you? Um. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like it that much. Again, it's it's good for his movies. Um, I mean, yeah, I watched it a second time. It, I don't think it was as good a second time. Knowing what's happening while you're watching it, it's it's a little less interesting because you're not yeah. invested into finding out what's happening. You already know. You're like you know why these things are happening. Um, so it's a little less um, of of an impact second you know second time, but it's still not bad. So I would I would go uh, five point five five point five five point brain cells lost out of time. Yes. Okay. So this because it's my first time. Maybe I said if I had to rewatch it again, it probably would. Yeah. Yeah. No. Again, yeah. Like I said, the first time I watched it, I would have to add at least a point, probably. But yeah, the second time, it yeah it fades. Okay. That's that's perfectly acceptable. I mean, it's that's the problem with twist movies. Twist. <laughs> right. Other than you want to watch and see the signs for things for the twist, see if you can figure it out. And see all the little gotchas in there, right? Which a good storyteller would do, correct? Like Brian Johnson, (laughs) (laughs) in some of his movies, yes, yeah. So, all right. So, won't you bring us into the next one on our list? Old. Okay, so old. Um, what did this? This movie just came out the last couple years, yeah. Uh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I want to say. Yeah, I I knew it was during pandemic lockdown at some point. Um, yeah. yeah. But I luckily, even though I was like desperate for things to watch at that time, I didn't watch this movie (laughs) because again, I was like, no, I can't do it. Like even after the visit, where I was like, okay, it was slightly positive. Um, old. I heard a lot of not good things about it. I was like, no, I'm just nope, just steering away, not gonna do it. Uh, but anyway, I'll uh, okay. I'll hold back until <laughs> until red time. Okay, so recap. So essentially, we are introduced to a family: um, a French mom, a Spanish dad, and then two uh, American children. Um, and they essentially get a great deal on a resort uh, stay in some tropical island somewhere. It's not described as to where, but it's tropical, obviously. <laughs> Um, Isla Nublar. It's <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, so they, you know they they get picked up in this like shuttle bus and they go there and like you know there's all these like servants that like you know greet them and they have like little special drinks made for them and they have like you know like a fancy buffet for the kids and all. It's like a very very nice place, right? Um, mm-hmm. So they go into their rooms. Their rooms are gorgeous, beautiful, um, and they love this place. It's a great place. Um, so yeah, like the, you know, they, they basically, you know, stay the night, they go down for breakfast and then the, the head guy, um, 
I don't know what do you call them, the concierge, right? Um, of yeah. the hotel, he comes up to him and he's like, "No, I don't tell this to everybody, but there's a really fancy hidden beach uh, that's beautiful, and that you guys should go check it out." Um, so he convinces that family, um, and, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. It sounds great." So they go to this like shuttle um, to drive them down to this hidden beach, um, where they find out that they're not going alone. <laughs> um, there's also another family um, with another. So uh, mom and dad and child that's going with them. Um, they all drive down to this like special hidden beach. Um, they have to, you know, walk most of it on their own, but, um, you know, they're given all kinds of supplies like lawn chairs and picnic baskets of food and all kinds of stuff. Uh, basically like, and Night Shyamalan was very courteous. Yes. 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 He was the driver of the shuttle bus. (laughs) Yes. Um, so yeah, so they go down there, um, and it's like this beautiful, you have to go through this like thin canyon, um, to get to this beach. And the beach is, it's, it is, you know, it's everything they promised. It's beautiful, beautiful beach. Um, so they get to this beach. Um, they find out there's another couple, um, that's there. Um, uh, a, a, a man and a woman who, you know, who also are there from the hotel. Um, there's also a, a guy just kind of, kind of creepily sitting in the, in the back <laughs> of this like beach area. Um, who the the girl um, recognizes the little girl recognizes mid size sedan yeah, mid size sedan the rapper I mean is it a quick aside here if that isn't like a boomer version of what they think a rapper name is I don't know what is um anyway yeah so yes he's he's a, a rapper uh, but he's sitting there uh, waiting um, and earlier um like he was with a a woman who like kind of jumped into the water and, and swam away and he's right. just waiting for her anyway. So everybody's just kind of um, going around. The one family's kind of disappointed because they thought they were going to be the only family there. Um, but everybody just kind of like, you know, settles in, um, you know, sets up their beach blankets and everything. And they're just kind of, kind of hanging out. Um, so they're, they're, you know, kind of, you know, paddling around in the water. The kids are, are paddling around um, and they find a uh, dead body. Um, gas. Yeah, gas. Terrifying. (laughs) So they bring this dead body to shore, and it is the woman that mid-sized sedan was waiting for. Um, he said that she went out, uh, to go for a quick swim, um, and he was waiting for her to come back, and, uh, she didn't. (laughs) Apparently she died out there. Um, so immediately the one, the dad, the doctor dad, I'll call him doctor dad, who has like the, um, the influencer, plastic surgery wife <laughs> right um yeah it's fair with right, right yeah. yeah she's like if you're very very shallow and very very like uh material oriented right that's how her character is presented to you um yes with a calcium deficiency which she said at breakfast she needed some kind of calcium blast smoothie or something yep anyway so that was her, that was her special drink. Yes, that was her special drink. That's was it. a calcium blast smoothie or something like that. Anyway, so um, you know, as they're like you know looking at this dead body, um, trying to figure out like how she died or what happened or whatever. So immediately, Doctor Dad blames the the rapper guy. Um, yep. Yeah, you kind of get like like racist vibes from him. I mean. Very strong, yeah, like very strong racist vibes <laughs> from him. Like he is the boomer, right? I mean, he is like, uh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he's uh, 
doesn't trust him at all. He immediately goes, jumps to, he must have killed her. Um, so yeah. he's like insisting that they like, you know, uh, call the police and they hold him and they blame him and all this kind of stuff. Um, so they're all like trying to kind of figure out what to do. And they're all like discussing amongst themselves um, while this body is underneath a blanket. And so they go and talk to the people who weren't actually there. They tell them about this body under the blanket and, you know, blah, 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 what they're going to do. Um, they end up going back over to the body to look at it and uh, they pull the blanket back. And now it's like a uh, dust. It's like a skeleton with dust. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So they realize that like, she like very rapidly decayed and they're like, Oh, this is odd. This is really weird. Like it usually, it, I think they specifically said it normally takes eight years for this to happen. Like, of course they knew exactly how much time it would take for a human body to deteriorate. Well, well Dr. Dad, well, it wasn't even him that said it. It was the the French mom who was like she was like a museum curator, and they like tried to like talk like she was like Indiana Jones that knows like archaeology or something. Whatever. Yes. Well, they, well, they talked her up like she was an anthropologist when she was really she was a museum curator. Uh, whatever. I don't know. She apparently held all the science degrees that have to do with museums. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they determined that, oh, yeah, she rapidly decayed. Oh, maybe, you know, something in the water. You know, we don't know what's going on. Um, so they're all kind of discussing amongst themselves. Um, and then they basically go to like, oh, our children, uh, they, you know, we, we kind of push them away to get away from this body. Oh, I wonder what they're doing. So they go to like check out their children and, oh, my God, their children are old now. How old are you? Hey. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. So he like rapid. They like rapidly age. So like the girl grows from like twelve to like what? Like I don't know, eighteen, and the boy yeah. goes from like six to like I don't know, twelve or thirteen or something. So they like they age approximately six, seven years, right? And so they're yeah. all like, "Who are you?" You know, like, "Oh, I don't know." Like, "Oh, don't you know me? I'm your kid." You know, so they like they convince them that they're their kid, but now they realize that something is happening here, to where like things are progressing faster, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So they realize, okay, the daughter and the the son are older. Um, the other girl, uh, the other little girl that's with that's the uh, the child of Doctor Dad and uh, influencer lady. Uh, she got older too, because I think she was like six, and so now she's like twelve. Yeah. She's the same age as the boy. Um, so they get older, so they're all trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Um, the older uh, doctor dad had his mom with him, um, who was like an older lady, um, and she just like because he was older, right? Too. Yeah, he was yeah. an older. Yeah, he was like <laughs> silver fox, you know, older guy. Um, and late fifties, early sixties. Right. Right. And then, yeah. So she is, you know, first has like, Oh, my heart hurts. And then they go check on her and she's totally fine. And then they walk away for like three seconds and then she dies. Um, and they go back and like, Oh no, she's dead. You know? So then uh, they like just kind of push her off to the side and she's never mentioned again. <laughs> um, but yep. yeah, she's the first to go because she was the oldest. Um, and then, uh, as they're trying to figure out what's going on with the children, they go back and, and, and the, uh, the line is, Oh no, the dog is dead. Um, uh, because they had a little dog yes. too, and the dog apparently died. Um, so the dog is gone. And so now they're all like, okay, something is, is definitely happening here. It appears that, you know, time is rapidly accelerating, um, in this time period. And then they all realize that the adults there are starting to get like minor wrinkles and crow's feet and stuff like that. Um, and that's where they make a comment about, um, 
<laughs> the black folks in, in it's the, slice of death, yeah, the black yes. folks in the group are like, oh, now they wish they were black because they're they're not, you know, the black people aren't wrinkling. Because at, at this point in time, Mid Slice Dan had been there for at least like twelve or eighteen hours. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was almost a day. Yeah, he was waiting there for a while before they got there. But yeah, he looks exactly yeah, he the looks same exactly room. the same. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so yeah, we realized that um yeah, the other the one the couple, um the guy is a nurse and his name is I don't, I don't know, like I thought his name was Jerry, but then they were calling him Jerrin. Like he's got like a weird name. I I think I'm just gonna call him Jerry. But I think Let's call him Jerry. Yeah, but I think they were saying his name was like Jaron or Jarin or I don't know, some bizarre thing. But anyway, his wife is um a psychologist and she has epilepsy. Um, yes. And they're like, they're also like talking, you know, because they're kind of at this point, they're all talking about, um, you know, things that were wrong with them. Right. Like uh, if we find out that the um, the French mom had some kind of tumor, um, we find out that, uh, well, we already know influencer lady had some kind of calcium deficiency. Um, Bone-itis. Bone-itis, right. And then we find out that, um, you know, the, the psychologist lady had uh, epilepsy. And Doctor Dad has dementia. Well, yeah, but we don't know. This. Start. He's well. No, he's starting. We knew he's starting to get it. Like he's early onset. I don't think they said that. I don't think. I don't think they said that until after the this next this okay. next part because he started getting okay. goofy, and they were like, "What's going on with him?" And then I think she had to tell them, but he didn't admit it when everybody else was talking about their stuff. Um. Anyway, yeah, they're figuring it out. But she's like, you know, it's it's weird that like we're aging. But like I haven't had a seizure. Like she had a seizure earlier um, in the restaurant, so like they happen often enough. Um, and she's like, "Well, you know, if this is true, then you know, if this time period is going on as it is, you know, it's been seven years and I haven't had a seizure. Like that's that's crazy, right?" Um, and yeah. then as they're talking about that, French lady like falls over in pain. Um, and they, they look and they see like, you know, the tumor in her side is like grown to like huge proportions. Um, like softball size. Right. It's a tumor. Well, yeah. First he was poking it. He's like, oh, it's like yeah. a golf ball. And then like a second later, oh, it's like a softball. And like, you know, it was like rapidly moving anyway. Right. Um, so yeah. So they're like, oh, well, you know, I can do the surgery, but I don't have any tools. They're like, oh, here's a rusty pocket knife. <laughs> Um, yes. and he's like okay so he just like cuts her open with this rusty pocket knife and, and, the, and the wound heals back like immediately and then it has a scar and like, she's, like she's like she's wolverine right yeah and they're like oh this is crazy so like you know whatever is happening is happening to us at a cellular level like things are you know moving fast so essentially they figure out they have to cut her open and then they have to hold the wound open with their clean, yeah, with clean, their yeah, with hands. their with their hands that have been playing in the sand and dirt and eating food with their bare hands up until this point. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so they do that, and he manages to cut out the tumor, which is like this I don't know giant watermelon sized tumor. Um. Yeah. And they just cut it out, you know, without issue with a pocket knife. Um. And it closes back up immediately. She's totally fine. You know, she wakes up. Oh, I feel much better. Um, so essentially yep. at this point they're like okay like things are happening like we need to to get out of here um so they try to go back up the canyon and whoever tries to walk back up the canyon a couple people try um they basically get like crazy big headaches and then it forces them back out so where either the people right. have to go in and drag them back out or they kind of wander out on their own 
Um, so basically, like, like it seems like they can't leave. So they're trying to figure out another way to try to leave, whether that's like, because there's huge cliffs. Like there's the little canyon they came right. in, huge cliffs, and then the only other way out would be like to swim around the cliffs. So they're trying to sort of figure yes. out a way to to get around this stuff. Um, and around this time, there's another kind of uh, age jump <laughs> um, to where the uh, but it only affects the the two youngest. So they go from like 12 to like 18. Yeah. Um, the other daughter stays the same age. <laughs> she doesn't age at all. Uh, but anyway, so they, they end up both being 18. And while they're like trying to argue and trying to find a way off the island, um, they apparently start exploring each other's bodies. Um, and end up, uh, you know, doing, doing the deed. Right. So they were just playing. Yeah. They were just playing. So then they, they go walking back to, uh, them you know like holding hands and she is very obviously getting more pregnant as she gets closer um so she's like by the time she gets close to them she is like fully like nine months pregnant yes. um so she immediately like starts going into labor um so they're like oh i guess this kid is happening and then they just like cut away and go to the other side of the beach and like, you know, talk to like, oh, the other people were like trying to escape and trying to like, oh, maybe I should swim around. Maybe I should do these other things. Um, because Jerry is a good swimmer. Yeah, because Jerry's a good swimmer. So maybe I maybe I can be able to swim around. Maybe I can do all that kind of stuff. And then they eventually pan back over to where the baby is, um, you know, to, to go back over to check out the baby. The baby has been born and they put down the baby for, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds. Uh, and the baby immediately dies. Um, and the way that they say it is they say, like, the baby died from lack of attention. Yes. Um, so the baby dies from lack of attention from being placed down on a towel for 30 seconds. Um, so, of course, uh, the girl is upset. And, of course, uh, the boy is upset because that was, like, their kid. Um, you know, so they kind of become distraught. Um, the daughter uh, basically decides that she's going to try to climb out. Um, she tries to climb up the cliff. Um, she gets close to the top. She blacks out like everybody does in the canyon. She falls to her death. Yes. And that's it. She's gone. Um, and at this point, um, you know, it starts to become nighttime. Um, so they're all just kind of like, you know, camping out with the fire, like, you know, trying to decide what they're going to do. Like, oh, if we, if we just go to sleep for the night, when we wake up in the morning, we're going to be age like, you know, decades. <laughs> right. Um, so they're like, you know, a lot of us pro might not make it to the morning because we're aging so rapidly now that, you know, we might not, you know, we'll die of old age before the morning comes. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dr. Dad at this point, oh, sorry. A after the surgery, he was like, stuck on trying to think of the movie um that Marlon Brando and uh uh who was the other person Jack Nicholson Jack yeah. Nicholson and Marlon Brando he's like they were in a movie together what movie was it what was the name of the movie and he's keeps and he's stuck on it and he keeps like repeating it over and over again and that's when they say like oh he's got you know uh you know early onset dementia that's why we had to take this vacation to kind of give him a break you know uh, yeah. But it, yeah, anyway, it seems to be progressing. So as, as this nighttime comes and they light up the fire, he's like, again, stuck on this thing. Um, and he kind of wanders away from the fire. 
Um, and then before they figure out what's going on, he essentially takes out the pocket knife and keeps stabbing mid-sized sedan enough to kill him, which after we've seen the wound immediately close up after like cutting the wound open, I don't know how that would be possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, 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 we'll save that. I know. I'm just saying like, well, whatever, <laughs> but it happens in the movie. It happens. Mid-sized sedan is murdered um, from the knife. Um, so yes. at this point, they realize that Dr. Dad is is dangerous, right? Um, but they kind of don't do much about that. They just kind of like let him kind of wander around. They just like keep their eye on him, I guess. Right. Um, but everybody's getting older. Um, and then uh, uh, the, 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 the kids, the, the, the boy and the girl that are left kind of go off and, you know, go in these caves to try to find a way out. And the, the influencer lady follows him down there. She's now like a hunchback. <laughs> like, My bone eye. Yeah, she's like, she's like a hunchback, like old witch looking lady. Like, Oh, I didn't get my calcium. Now I'm like, you know, I'm all hunched over and I'm like a witch. And she's like chasing him around. And there's this weird, bizarre thing where she's like spinning around in a circle, but like breaking her bones while she's doing so. Um, so then they show like all of her limbs, like all like broken in like a spiral, like a tornado almost. Um, and then, yeah, she dies from, like, I guess broken bones or something. I don't know. Well, like I said, it's my, it's my bone eye is from Futurama <laughs> where the 80s guy came into the future. I regret not curing my bone eyes. <laughs> or she got Vecna. <laughs> one of right. those two. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a bizarre scene, but yeah, she dies from her bones breaking apparently, <laughs> and they break a lot. So, and then they, you know, then they, they, they run back to the camp, and then that's it. Um, so then, yes. then now at this point, it's, uh, oh yeah, Jerry had swam out to try to, uh, you know, f- to find a way out. He died, he drowned and his body washes yeah. back up. Um, the lady, his wife eventually does have a seizure that kills her, but it would have been like, she was getting visibly old at that point. So it would have been, I don't know what, 20 years or something. It would have lasted something like that. Yeah. Essentially she had like 20 years without. Seizure. Right. Yeah. So, so she dies, but you know, she had not had a seizure for a very long time. Um, so now we're basically left with, um, French mom, Spanish dad, their two kids and, uh, crazy doctor dad. Yes. Um, so French mom and Spanish dad are getting like older. Um, and I guess there's like, you know, they were talking earlier where they were like planning on getting a divorce. And this trip was like their last trip together as a family before they were going to separate. Right. Um, and I guess, I guess they decided that they they were going to love each other after all. Um, and they were going to stay together for the kids and they kind of like cuddle each other. And then they just like die of old age together. Right. Um, what does happen? With- well, before before you no know, before that, uh, Doctor Dad attacks him. He gets stabbed with. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he attacks them, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if this time thing works the way we think it does, we'll stab you with this rusty knife, and you'll die from rust." And uh-huh. yeah, and so he. <laughs> <laughs> they stab him with a rusty knife and they show like the infection like rapidly traveling through his body and then he dies. Um yes. and then they like curl up by the fire and they decide that they love each other and then they basically both slowly die of old age. Yep. Um so now all we're left with is um the two kids. 
Uh, so they basically fast forward to morning. They are now like uh, uh, aged again, and they're what, like thirty ish, right? Something like that. Oh, fifty. No, maybe maybe yeah. towards the end. But at this point, they're like thirty. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So they're basically like <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on, and they're like, uh, "Oh, didn't your little friend give you a, a secret decoder message?" You know, like they they had met a friend in the hotel that was like a child of one of the workers. Um, and he had given them messages. They were like friends. They would send messages back and forth and he decoded the message that he just now remembered that he had. Um, and it said like, my dad doesn't like the coral. And they, they realized that there was coral out in the cove and they're like, oh, I guess he doesn't like it because he sent us here to die. So he must not like the coral because it can save us, which is a hell of a stretch, but uh, they decide that the coral is the thing that's going to save them. So they swim out to the coral and they decide that they're going to swim through a hole in the coral. Um, so he is swimming through the coral. She immediately gets tangled in the coral, which is the weirdest looking coral I've ever seen. Um, it yeah. looks like a coral made of like floppy dildos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but that's what it looks like. Like it is like coral is hard. Like coral is like rocks. Like you have to be careful oh, not to yeah. touch it because you can cut your foot open. It's so sharp and hard yes. that it will cut your skin easily by touching it. And like they're literally, it's like flopping around like it's a sea anemone. Like I don't think whoever yeah. designed this didn't know what coral looked like because it literally right. just looks like floppy dildos anyway so she's like her shirt is like stuck on this floppy dildo thing um they're like messing around with it or whatever and then it just kind of cuts away um and it cuts away back to the hotel where now we the twist comes out to where um this is a pharmaceutical company that knows about this beach and they use it specifically to they they invite people to the island with medical conditions um they give them medicine in their special cocktails that they're given. Um, they give them medicine that, that they then uh, lure them out to the beach and they watch them over time to see if this medicine will cure their, their, uh, their issues. Right. Um, so they're basically like talking about, Oh, great job, everybody. You know um, the, the epilepsy medicine worked, it, you know, she, she went 20 years without us, without a seizure. That's a great um, thing. Um, mid-sized sedan had a blood clot issue that they were trying to soon is like oh that was a shame that he got murdered before we could find out about that i'm like oh i i sure <laughs> i guess um and they apparently like the other people with with medical issues were there specifically to test medicines that's the whole point of this that's the twist um yes. so they basically uh are then showing a new uh family or group of people are arriving at the um the resort, the where they go through the same rigmarole that the same, um, you know, servants open up the door, greet everybody. They go to bring out their special drinks, um, and then somebody smashes the drinks on the ground and tells them, "Don't do anything they say. They're you know evil, you know, and they're trying to kill you." And then we see that it's the 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 daughter and the son, and they survived the whole thing. Um, the coral did save them, and now they're going to like. Uh, I, I guess live with their aunt and uncle. Yeah. Talk about your, your 50 year old nephew. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, they're, so they're basically like going to bring them to justice, um, because they, they survived and they caught, you know, they, they caught them red handed or whatever. 
Um, yeah. And that's it. And yeah, that's yep. the end of the movie. So what are your first thoughts? <laughs> um, I mean, I tried to hold it back. I couldn't hold it back completely. Um, I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, while I was watching this movie, I was going, are these people competing to be the worst actor in this movie? And it really felt like they were, it felt like they were like, oh, that was bad, but watch this. Like, like they just keep progressively getting worse as it goes along. I mean, everybody is so ridiculously bad. Like, you thought the happening was bad. This is like times that by 10. That's how bad this is. <laughs> like, and not only is it bad, but like the cinematography is bad. Everything is bad. I mean, it's like when things are happening, the camera is not even focusing on what's happening. You know, like when he, I, 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 go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, I think at night fell asleep and woke up. Uh, I got the camera fell into the sand and pointed up at like the sky with a glimpse of a head in the corner. Right. That's good enough. Right. Yeah. Movie. Like while things are happening, like literally the camera's like focusing <laughs> off in the distance, like getting further and further away from people. Like I said, everybody like conveniently walks away from things that are happening and they come back after they're already done. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, there's so many like just, just, just ridiculous thing. I think that there are so many scenes in this movie where I laughed out loud, not because they were supposed to be funny (laughs) because they were so badly done that it is hilarious. It's hilariously bad. Like when they, when they go back over and they're like, Oh no, the dog has died. They're all focusing on their faces and they're all looking down at the supposedly a dead dog, but they never look down at all. The camera never looks down. Correct. Yes. Um, and and again, there's a there's a uh, you know an old saying that they say in in uh, not only in books but also in movies and stuff. They say show don't tell, right? That's right. what makes a good movie. This movie literally does the opposite. It tells you that all these things are happening, but it shows you absolutely nothing. It's slightly off screen, right? Yeah, it's like everything always <laughs> happens off screen, and then you're just catching it. Like you're constantly like running back and trying to catch up to something that has already happened. It is so bizarre. Again, the again, just while watching this, I was like, I think these people know how bad this movie is, and they're just trying to like out ham each other. They're just trying to like <laughs> do this so badly that like we can do this, we can do this. Like again, like you have the main people in this story right you have the french mom and the spanish dad that are supposed to be this this core relationship right um you're supposed to be able to feel the nuance of them trying to separate but then discovering that they still love each other and then at the end you know oh rediscovering their love and they love each other now both of them have such thick accents you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> and it, that's fine. There's a lot of people with accents that do great in movies, but if you're going to have the core of your movie be two people with such thick accents, they probably don't even know what they're saying to each other. And, and they're not even the same accent. It's different. Like the mom is like this heavy French accent and the dad is like this heavy Spanish accent. And like, I don't know how they communicated at all, honestly. It's it's all over the place, no. and this movie is again. This is uh, maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Honestly, <laughs> it, sorry. The first thoughts. This is what I was thinking as I was watching the movie. Like this has to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Fair, fair. Yeah, this movie is what people are saying that people are like. Oh, and Night's back. I go really. Are you sure <laughs> about movie? that? They like said the visit. 
was uh, was a pleasant surprise. I was like, okay, that movie, okay, surprisingly an okay movie for M. Night Shyamalan. And then, I mean, this is obviously wasn't the next one I watched after that, but I was like, my God, yeah. what has happened? Like, how does he go from such highs to such lows? I don't understand it. Right. And my, my, fir- my, like my first thought, honestly, after I watch it, go, I can't wait for the riff tracks to come out. For oh, <laughs> I don't even think I could do it. I don't, don't want to be a part it, it, of it, this. It, it, it makes it a lot better. I can tell you it makes it a lot better. Oh. Um, but I'm like, that's my first thought. I'm like, I can't wait for someone just to tear this movie apart. Because it's that bad. It is, but it is so comically bad. I mean, again, but it's not like so bad. It's good. It's not that at all. It is just, it's no. just a bad presentation from beginning to end. There's nothing fun about this movie. Correct. So highlights for you then, huh? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know if there is one. I don't <laughs> think there is. I mean, okay. I would say if I had to give it a highlight, I would say. Um, Dr. Dad did a fair job. Okay. Not good. I'm not going to say good. He did a fair, fair job. And he did the best out of everyone. And his performance was fair. Yeah. And I think, I only think that because um, I watched Man in the High Castle and I liked his character in that show. And I think that's why I think he had a fair performance. I think someone who didn't see that show and doesn't like him as an actor or that character would probably just say he was bad as everybody else. But the thing is, the the teenage versions is the kid, the son from Hereditary, and he did fantastic in right, that movie. Right. The girl from Jojo Rabbit and Last Night in Soho did a fantastic job in both those movies. Right. It's once again clearly they need direction, and they didn't get right. It. Well, yeah, M Night Shyamalan. I mean, yeah, has proven time and time again. That he could not direct his way out of a wet paper bag if his life depended on it. Here's the twist. What if it wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, low points, though. God. I mean, the whole movie. The movie. Everything. Like, I mean, seriously, <laughs> everything. But, I mean, if I had to, like, specifically focus on it, I would say just the acting is so bad. Nothing is yes. believable. Everyone is ridiculous. Everyone is trying to like out suck each other. I don't, I don't understand. I, I imagine it was probably a fun film to make because again, I think they were just trying to be as bad as possible. Um, and I'm sure there's an interview somewhere where I'm not Shyamalan was saying that this was on purpose, just like you said with the happening, which is garbage. It's just, you, you made you know a bad what? movie. Maybe, oh. maybe what happens is he makes a good movie. And then he's like, you know what? I don't want to make movies anymore, so I'm going to put out the worst piece of shit I can. And they're like, oh, we'll give you more money to make a new one. <sighs> Come yeah, on. I don't know who's giving. I don't know who keeps giving him money. He funds these himself. Oh, my God. He, that was recently stated. He, he funds most of these movies out of pocket. I'm not surprised because, I mean, everybody <laughs> who's watched this movie is like, you want money to make a movie? No. No right. way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so let's get into this twist. <laughs> which this is, uh, they said either trial 37 or 38, which means they've done this 37 other times to a large, at least two people. Right? Right. And so they, they've killed innocent people at this point in time. Well, technically, they like, didn't kill them. Time killed them. <laughs> 
They put them <laughs> oh, there. Yes. No, yeah. I'm not. It's great. And I guess, I guess oh. we left out there was also a pile of stuff on the beach showing that people had been there and time had passed. Like, again, the, the rusty yes. knife that they used to kill people. There was, like, a bunch of old, like, kid toys and stuff and shit. Toy, yeah. Right. So was, like, Which means kids have been there. Right. And I get it. Maybe you, you could say this is a lure. This is a treatment center for these all these conditions. And you can get people there. You don't have to keep saying kids out there. Yeah, because, I mean, kids, if they're sick kids, I get that, right? You're trying to see if you can fix right. sick kids. But, no, these are just normal, healthy children. Like, why would you do that? It was just that? the mom. It was French mom. Right. They could have just put her out there and say, we're doing this treatment. Oh, oh she had an accident. Right. Something. Right. I don't know. It's, um, and let's, let's, let's talk about how we, we discussed this yesterday day before how time in this particular spot works and what it affects and what it doesn't affect. Right. <sighs> it affects. <laughs> yes. It affects living things and we can go. Okay. That's the rule that you set out this movie. This is the rule you have to follow. Do they follow it? No. Well, okay. Well, yeah. here's, here's the thing that they talk about, right? They give them this <laughs> basket full of food, right? Now, Yes. Uh, you know, they alluded to like, you know, time happens to these things just as good. Like, again, like the, the baby died uh, of not paying attention to it in like 30 yes. seconds, which means that everyone is affected by time right now. Yes. Uh, as they say, I think it's one year every 30 minutes. So yes. uh, how much food do you eat in a year? They have to eat two years of food every <laughs> right. hour. Do you realize the ridiculous the- amount of like you'd have to back up dump trucks of food into your <laughs> mouth and you would have I don't think you could eat fast enough to be able to keep yourself alive. Even though you're like no. gobbling down like Crisco, you would still die <laughs> of starvation because your body is going through food that fast. And those kids would die of malnutrition. Right. right. You know, I mean again. If there there might be bending of the rules, but if you're literally saying the baby dies from no one paying attention to it in like less than thirty seconds, I don't see how the food aspect is. They only show people eating one time, and that was when she was pregnant. And yes. her, she got down she like got potato through her salad. entire yeah she got through her entire pregnancy with one fistful of pasta salad. There is <laughs> yes. no way in hell. That that child had Correct. enough energy and mass to be created from one fistful of pasta salad. Again, if you're going to make Correct. these ridiculous rules, like at least follow them. Right, and but we saying living thing, it's only affecting living cells. So that's what it's you know, hair doesn't grow, nails don't grow. They don't see that, right? Right. Well, but if it's when, when do we consider cells not living? A dog and people turn into bone. Food. It's the same thing. It was living. It's once again dead cells, right? But from a living thing, so the food would have, would have gone rotten before, well before anything else, right? Again, and they're playing very fast and loose with this. Again, the food was wrapped in some kind of weird, like foil stuff. Um, so like again, maybe. I was, I maybe, was maybe, it's, maybe it's wrapped in. The the dildo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying the food was wrapped in like a weird foil stuff. Maybe that weird foil stuff preserves the food from this like time jump stuff. Yes, I don't know. 
again, it still doesn't, right. you know, make up for you would have to eat that much food to survive for a year in 30 minutes. It's, it's not possible. You can't do it. You would, like I said, yeah. you would literally die of starvation. Even if you were eating the most caloric rich food that you possibly could, you would still die of malnutrition because your body would not be able to process that much food to, to live, right. to have that much energy. Right. Now, let's get to the other part. How did people die with stabby things and how they didn't die from stabby right. things? Right. I'm just saying, like, okay, like he went <laughs> cut and then it went <laughs> like that fast, right? That fast. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it went from a full, like, I mean, we're talking all the way punctured into the body cavity, healing yes. immediately in like what, less than two seconds? Yes. So, like, if you stabbed someone in the chest, by the time you pulled the blade out and prepared to stab again, it would already be healed. Yes. So, yeah, you'd have a whole lot of scars in your chest, but you would not be able to kill someone with a knife. Correct. I mean, I, I, okay, but maybe if you had a yeah. giant knife or, like, a sword, sure. Like, if you could cut off, like, you know, half of their head or something, yeah, you probably could kill them. But, like, a pocket knife? You, there's no way. No. Even if you tried to saw through their neck to cut their head off, <laughs> it's, you still wouldn't be able to cut fast enough. Correct. And then the doctor dad died of poisoning, you know, rust poisoning, right? Mm -hmm. But all the nasty ass hands in the mom didn't cause any infection. Right. right. I say, like, that's like the biggest thing is like, again, that's the like, modern medicine. Why people survive is because they, they, you know, stop infection where they sanitize everything and they give you antibiotics right. and shit to make sure that, you know, your body can fight off the stuff afterwards, even if something did happen. Um, yeah. And right. this, they're doing it like just fast and loose, bare hands and pocket knives and everybody's totally fine. But, you stab somebody with a rusty knife and all of a sudden they become, they get rust poisoning and die. Yes. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I, so this is, this is, it, this is the suspension of disbelief. We can go, these are your rules that you said exist in this spot. Cool. What were those rules again? I'm sorry. What did I say? Well, okay, I like, uh, well, here's, that, that's why. Yeah, here's another thing, right? <laughs> what time do you think it was when they got to the beach? I would say, brunch right. time so like 11 right. a.m yeah 10 11 right yeah right. that's fair yeah well, okay it was nighttime when when the guy was going crazy right dr dad yes um one year every 30 minutes okay so we'll say what it's like right. what 10 o'clock at night yeah so let's say it's, let's say it's 12 hours right. so Just 12 hours it. so it's 24 so the years. guy went the guy is now 75 years old <laughs> Okay, like, right, like, he came in, <laughs> again, I'm saying minimum age of this guy is 50, <laughs> which means he is now 75 years old. He is rapidly aged 25 years in one day, and he's still somehow frisky enough to be doing all this shit. Again, you don't need to stab yes. him with a rusty knife. You just need to push him away and watch him slowly die of old age. I mean, like, it was going to happen right. soon anyway. Yes. Uh, it's ridiculous. Just uh, needless, needless nonsense. And and here's the thing. Let's say this fictional pharmaceutical company existed, and they successfully cured 36 major things in the human race. Do you think they're going to get shut down? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you know how closely watched 
pharmaceutical companies are. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, there's huge like things going on, like the whole opioid epidemic, right? Like that's, that's blamed on them. That was just like, they came up with new drugs and then they basically uh, pushed them too hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? They, I mean, they went overboard. Obviously it was illegal. They got punished for it. Not enough because obviously they have billions of dollars. They need to be punished hard, but with monetary values and they did not, but they got punished somewhat. Right now, those companies, and that was, they came up with a legal product that was uh, approved by the FDA. And they just, again, they pushed it too hard. Okay. They gave all these crazy incentives for like doctors to, to prescribe it and stuff, but yeah. it was a legal drug. Now they're taking these drugs that are not FDA approved at all and applying it to people and then putting them in a situation where they rapidly age to see if it works in a long time period. Who is going to buy any of this? Like, in order for them to make money off of this, the FDA has to approve it. Okay? The FDA is not going to approve it when they say, oh, yeah, we got 20 years of work on this drug. When did you invent it? Last year. How the (laughs) fuck did that happen? Uh, (laughs) Yesterday? uh, Sorry. We got lucky. (laughs) No, like, no one is going to believe this. Two... The pharmaceutical company would not put their own name on this. There is no way, like, Pfizer would put their name on (laughs) the facility that's killing people on the beach every day. And, like, literally, they had the the pharmaceutical logo on their clothes, on the wall. I mean, it's everywhere. I was like, (laughs) what kind of idiots are running this place? You know, like, if the police come in and raid the place, they're going to go... That's the company, right? <laughs> you got the logo all over everything. You got the paperwork to prove it. Like, what are you guys stupid? No, I mean, would a would they use this shady research to like use stuff? Oh, I'm sure they would. But you know what? Oh yeah. You know, there's. Well, and I'm going to say the company itself, but there will be people inside the company that would definitely use this, right? Because if you have found out that a thing will work long term, it's very easy for you to greenlight a long term test. To get this, you know, green right. lit, if you already know it's going to work. Yeah, of course you're going to go move forward with that because it's guaranteed money. So, yes, there is a benefit right. to them using it. But in this way, that's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, would they pay some, like, black ops company to, like, do this research for them? And then, oh, we didn't know where the information was coming from. Oh, we just paid them to do research. We don't know what they're doing. You know, if, if, even if they did know, of course, right. they, they would keep themselves 10 feet away from it, right? Um, yeah, I have no doubt that yes. they would do that, but they would not put their own name. It would not be their own people doing this. Right. And that's in the anyway, in this movie they did. Rant yeah. rant rant over, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No. It, big pharma bad. That was the message of the movie. I mean, and that's true. For the most part, that's true. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that. Big pharma <laughs> is bad. I'm just saying they're not, you know, the people are smart enough to not be this dumb. Again, would they, you know, try to use this shady shit on the side? Oh, I'm sure they would, but they would not do this. Because again, yes. the FDA exists. In order for them to sell this stuff in the U.S., the FDA has to approve it, and you can't go. Yeah, we got 20 years of data. Okay, well, Wait, yeah. yesterday, and, and you made the drug <laughs> last week. How the fuck is that possible? Where's your, where's your, where's your, where's your, where's your right. clients that have been taking right. this? 
Uh, yeah. Of what? Old age. <laughs> right. I mean, like, the, there's like stacks of paperwork and shit that you have to. I mean, if you see what the FDA needs in order to even like start the process, it's ridiculous. There's no way that yes. this would even work. Yeah. Anyway, logical leap too. Yeah, far. Again, uh, that's what I'm saying. Emmanuel Chamalan, when he steps into the fuzzy, I can accept it. I can, I can work my way around it. When he steps past the fuzzy, my brain just shuts off, and I'm like, no. No, this is not possible. I hate it. In fairness, I think his does too. Mm. <laughs> I think his brain shuts off. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. So, number of brain cells lost out of 10 for you. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it has to be worse than Jack Frost, right? I think it is. I mean, it's at least Jack. I hate it. I hated Jack Frost. I hated it, is it a lot. Is it worse? Is it worse than Jeepers Creepers oh, Reborn? God. What did I give Jeepers Creepers Reborn? 0.5. So we brought down to zero. Oh, as a, you know. Man, that is rough. Brain cells lost out of 10. It is. I hate it just that tiny bit more than Jeepers Creepers. Wow. <laughs> this wow. movie, it insulted my I intelligence, mean... and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers was just bad, but it didn't try to, like, you know, make itself something that it wasn't. It was just bad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I gave Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <laughs> I thought I gave it also a 0.5. <laughs> uh, it's possible. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've seen this three times now. So. <laughs> uh, 0.5. Uh, that's it'll, it'll, it'll still average lower than Jeepers. So this is our new standard low. Is this movie uh, at this point? You know, I'm not upset about that because <laughs> it just man, I just I don't understand how he goes from like how do you go from six cents and unbreakable to old? Like how does that happen? <laughs> like how do you have those levels of extremes on your resume? I don't get it. I don't understand how that's possible. When he's good, he's right. great. When he sucks, right. he's the worst. <laughs> like, like, how are you that? Like, I mean, it's I don't, know. I don't know. It blows the mind. He has a new movie come out next year, so I mean, he's we're we're not doing it, so he's doing something, right? I, <laughs> I guess. guess. I don't know what. <laughs> uh, all right. So that rant done. <laughs> deep breath in. Deep out. <laughs> And for anyone listening, if you don't want any spoilers for Knock the Cabin because you haven't seen it yet, stop right now and go watch the movie. And then come back and finish the rest of this podcast. So, Knock at the Cabin. We saw this together mm-hmm. Sunday. So, two days ago at the time of this recording. Well, yeah, it's, it's Valentine's Day. Obviously, we've only watched it once. Day. <laughs> the, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. So, yes, two days ago. I'm spending it here with That's you. Right. Aw. That's right. <laughs> So, do us a night, Shyamalan, reason for our torturing of ourselves <laughs> this month was because Knock the Cat, right? So, um, 
quick recap. We're not going to go into heavy, heavy detail because there's not a lot to necessarily explain. Um, but we get essentially the first, I'd say, 10 minutes of the movie is nothing but close-up heads of the little girl when and Dave Bautista. Yeah, that's fair. Leonard. It's like his entire head is the entire screen. Yeah, he's got a big head. He's a big-headed dude. He's Leonard. Um, and Wynn is out there catching grasshoppers and taking notes, naming them, and being an animal doctor that she wants to be. Or a biologist, yeah, right? Just being a cute kid is generally what she's done. Yeah. And so this big hulking Leonard comes out of the <laughs> woods. Uh, hey, can we talk? I'm not supposed to talk to you. Well, how about we become friends? Like, oh, this is getting weird already. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to watch the rest of this. <laughs> um, and so he's like, hey, I can help grass, you know, catch grasshoppers too. And he does. He's like, here's a flower for you. You don't have to take it. We can play a game. We become better friends. And they start playing a game, asking questions, you know, like, what's your favorite? I don't remember anymore. But, um, it was like, what's your favorite about, movie or something? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, she asks, you know, uh, like, why are you here? I'm a very important job to do. Me and my friends. He asked about, she had a cleft lip. They got repaired. He asked about that. And she gets clearly visible, upset by that. And we start seeing other things. He goes, you know, you have, you know, talk about that. She has two dads, you know, daddy, whoever, and daddy, whoever. Daddy Eric and daddy whoever. Andrew. That's right. Um, <laughs> and he's like, well, they have, I have a very important job to me and my friends here. We have to talk to your daddies. And it's very important that if we go there, that you have to let us in. This is, this is the, probably the most important job in the entire world. Has to be. And then she sees, um, uh, other people come in the forest. I mean, one is Ron Weasley, uh, and Redmond. Yeah, right. They call him Redmond. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the other two people's names. Um, uh, the, my head. the girl nurse and yeah. mom. Let's call her nurse mom and mom. Was Adrian? <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. The nurse was Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah, her name was Sabrina. Right now. Yeah. So, you know, they she gets scared. She runs back to the house. She tells her dad there's people outside. They get concerned and they go through the typical locking of windows and doors, all that bracing of stuff, which if you saw Dave Pieces out there, I'm like, nothing's going to stop this man. Well, yeah, that's why he looks out the door and he's like, the guy is huge. And at that point, you should just be like, yeah, we should just probably open the door because he's going to break the house. Right. Getting in here. Right, and it's just a re, re, it's a like an Airbnb cabin somewhere in the woods of I'm gonna go with Pennsylvania. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Descri- its description is distance <laughs> away from from Philadelphia. <laughs> right, and, and so you know they start pouring stuff up, but they start breaking glass and getting there. Someone gets in through the window. Someone. Uh, Ron Weasley's Redmond's able to push the couch away from the, the glass doors and Dave Patisa just bursts through the basement. <laughs> yeah. Just, not... <laughs> just as a monster through the basement door. He probably, he probably just uh, looked at the door and the door was like, yeah, right. fall right down. Flex yeah. Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So they you know, they introduce themselves. They're given their expeditional backstories. They try to fight, and you know, uh, Daddy Andrew beats up Redman a little bit. Um, but then they tie him up, and they and uh, Sabrina's like, you know, we're not here to hurt you. And they start like repairing the trying to fix the glass door, the curtains, um, help heal up any wounds they had, and tie up. They don't tie up when, but they tie up Daddy Andrew and Daddy Eric. Yeah, well, and also, um, and also about- in the fight, um, Daddy Eric gets hit with one of their weapons and gets like a concussion. Yes, and they treat it, and they're like, "We're really not here to hurt you," um, you know, and all that stuff. And they're trying to explain what they do. Like, we have we have a very very important job, the most important thing in the world, um. One of you has to sacrifice yourselves to save the world. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know the the, the whole not believing the stuff. You know, like what's this really about? Um, you know, we have. I think we get a little bit of flashbacks of when the when or when uh, Daddy Eric meets Daddy Andrew's parents. Clearly disapproving because they drove the, to Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, the, well, I think <laughs> the rules specifically are. One, the three of you have to decide someone to sacrifice, and two, the, and other, two to, the other two people, people have, have to kill, kill we, that third one willingly to sacrifice them. Right? Yeah, no one else can do it. You have to be all the whole part of this, right? And we've been having visions of this exact stuff. You know, we know what's going to happen. We know all you know news and all that jazz. And like, okay, we're gonna ask, you know we're gonna ask you. And every time you say no, we have to do something about it. You know, will you set? Who will you make the sacrifice, and who will it be? They go no. So then, Redman puts a bag over his head and says, "I unleash this on pond. You know, part of humanity has been judged. Yeah, so yeah, part of humanity has been yeah, something and, like that. and then he gets brained by." bludgeons and axes to the head <laughs> right yeah i guess, I guess and then you should he, also note that like everybody yeah. has like a unique kind of weapon um like yeah you know, like leonard has like a, a, a cross between like an axe and a pitchfork um yeah. sabrina has like a uh i don't even know what i know she's got like a sledgehammer head with a chain on the end of hers it's like a it's like a like a, a, a mace but with a or uh, uh, what's that called? Flail. The cha- the yeah. flail, flail, but with the axe. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, Adrian's got like a, a like a cleaver, like a like a kitchen cleaver on the end of a stick. And then red red like a javelin. Yeah. Redman's almost, got yeah. like a a war hammer, but it's like on a longer yeah. stick. I forget what they. There's like uh, a name for it. I forget. Like a barbishers yeah. or whatever. There's there's a yeah. long there's a yeah. pole arm name for it. I'm sure. My there DD is. people are probably angry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we should, <laughs> right? Um, and so you know they 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 kill him and they turn on the news and there's news that um was the first one the planes going down. No, no the first one was the earth earthquake. Oh, it's the tsunami yeah, the earthquakes. The and earthquakes the, and that led to tsunamis. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, we know exactly what's going to happen. He's able to recite what the newscaster is about to say. Like, oh, clearly this is planned. We don't have our phones. 
you know, uh, Daddy Andrew has a gun, but it's in the car. They have to try to figure out how to get to it. Um, he's, and he goes, wait a minute, that guy looked familiar. He's not, he's not Redmond. He's, I don't remember the name he gave. But he well, they they didn't know. Yeah, they knew his name. His last name was O'Bannon because yeah, yeah they they basically uh, there's another flashback to where they were attacked in a bar, um, to where the one guy was basically smashed in the back of the head with a beer bottle a couple of times. Um, yeah, basically because, because yeah, they were like two gay guys talking in a bar, and he was upset about that, well, so he attacked them. Him, them, them being in the correct bar because. They weren't being they, you know, so. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it quiet. It's like we're being too loud. You just gotta keep it quiet. They weren't being loud. They weren't being obnoxious. They're just yeah. Loud. No, yeah. The guy was out gay bashing <laughs> is what he was doing. Yeah, I mean yeah. he was upset about it and he did it. Um, and again, they don't show the face of the attacker in the flashback. I mean, the no. profile. I mean, what they did show did look like him, but like you don't get the definitive. Yes. It is him at that time. Right. And they'll, they'll say we're getting an expedition. Laren's our second grade teacher. Sabrina's a nurse. Um, Adrian's a, a cook. Adrian, a cook, and she has a son. Name. You know, why are you telling all this stuff? I'm like, we want you to know who we are. This is what we're here right. to do. You know, you guys have to make the decision. Well, we don't believe you. Yeah, you know, I really don't want you to think that way. Right. <laughs> um, you know, talk about the concussion with the you know the guy, Daddy Eric, who was concussed. Make sure he's still okay, and still being Leonard being very very nice. They made it very clear, you know, this is your choice. You have to do it. If you keep saying no, more bad things are going to happen. Will you do it? No. So then it's Adrian yep. next, you know, and she says the same thing. You know, part of humanity has been judged, and here's you know, I'll release a plague upon the world. That is the planes falling out. Of the no, sky. <laughs> that, no? Oh, that's no, the sorry. plane. It's the it's it's the surge. It's the surge of a virus. Also, it started killing people. Like death toll went up rapidly. Right, right. You know, and and Daddy Andrew's still going. No, this is fake. You, this is pre-programmed. Um, How can you? Well, do and, all and this again, stuff? to be fair, at this point in time, um, I kind of feel for him because one, what the tsunami thing, um, the first earthquake and tsunami had happened four hours before they even started talking to them so like that had already happened so they again the way that they're saying it is oh they could have known what was going on and they're doing this to purposely mess with us to get us to think that this is happening but they already knew what was happening they just used this as a, a reason to show us that oh we're serious right and the second one is they were talking about like oh you knew what time this show about this virus was going to be on and you just put it on this virus has been around for a while um right so i mean that this show was talking about that virus at this time this is something you could have easily planned because he the guy uh leonard kept looking at his watch and he was yes. saying, this is yeah. why you're looking at your watches, because you're planning on these things happening at this time so that you can turn on the TV at that time and know that this show is going to be on. And at, and at this right. point, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, this it's possible. I mean, those are plausible things to say, because um, those two things could have been exactly what they said they were. They could have been planned. Um, I mean, right. it, again, at this point in time, it's up in the year. And but yeah, and then you know they go. This was a planned attack because that guy is who attacked it. Go go look at his ID. This is it's not who he says right. he is. Well, that's what he told us. 
like so this is this is this is not random you guys did have these visions we knew this guy from right and, yeah, and, they're, and they're basically so he, saying like oh no 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 we had these visions before we met each other because of these visions and then they were kind of trying to say like well maybe you had these visions because he told you about them you know right. like he's the one that was planning this whole thing which again because he went to jail because of right. the attack. And, and again, it's like, <laughs> I don't know why he would kill himself first if that was the case, but uh, sure. I mean, but uh, right. it's still in the realm of possibility at this time. Yeah. Um, and, and meanwhile, there's still one of them got like a, did they get a knife? Um, and he started cutting his yeah, bindings. The, the, the other one was when able to The little go girl the... got a knife when, when they were eating yeah. dinner or something. She got a knife yeah. and she gave it to to one of the dads and he was cutting through the rope and the other one was was working his way out of the ropes. They're they're getting loose right. on him, yeah. So you know they're still arguing about this stuff and then um, they got distracted by was it when? Yeah, he, he was. They were like, yeah. "Oh, do what you did last Thanksgiving." And then she yeah. was like screaming that she wanted to watch like some TV show or something. Right. So they got distracted. You know, Daddy Andrew gets out, gets to the car, realizes the t- tires are slashed, is trying to get to his gun, and starts getting attacked by Sabrina. <laughs> and she does stab him pretty well in in the leg. Yeah. Um. But you know, he shoots at her. Seemingly misses at first. Okay, there was okay. There was one thing that I was a little bit confused about. Maybe, maybe you noticed something I didn't notice. Um, when they were attacked in the house, right? Like yes. obviously, Daddy Eric got hit in the head and concussed. I mean, that was that's not yes. debatable. Um, Daddy Andrew, from what I understood, kind of gave up when he realized he was outmatched. Right? Yeah. Did his leg get injured before that point? Yes, he was limping before right. that point, before That's he got stabbed like, in the side. He was limping as he went out the door to the car, but I don't remember him being injured before then. He had a stab mark on his left leg. I don't remember him getting stabbed right. either. Again, I don't know if that's like a, a scene they cut out or something, but I was I was confused when I was watching it. I'm like, I don't think he was injured. Why is he limping? Like, I'm pretty sure he just gave up after the other one got concussed. Right. And yeah, he got stabbed a little bit in the side with the javelin, right. yeah. essentially. And then he does, you know, end up shooting Sabrina in the head. Uh, and no, not at this time. He shoots this- the the top of the um the car, and then she drops her weapon, and then he brings her back in the house. Um, yes. and then well, actually, she stays outside, and he goes back in the house, and then she comes running back in, and then he shoots her later on in the house in the stomach. But okay. after Leonard says the thing that he said before the other ones did their sacrifice. So he he did the whole, like, you know, what is your answer, you know, or that kind right. of thing. And he's like, okay, then another sacrifice has to be made. And then she runs in and then gets shot. So it was like, like it was pre-set up. Right. And then, and then he still has to complete the ritual by still using one of those weapons on her, even though she's Correct. dead. And then but to be fair, they the did place. that with the other ones too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's when the planes start falling out of the sky. They see numerous airlines are cr- falling from the sky. That you know, essentially, the heavens are right. falling. Right. That one of the biblical plagues. Um. 
And then, yeah, I think after that, they, they're going to put Leonard into the bathroom. They're going to get out of there because he still has mm-hmm. the gun. And then they hear him, like, smash through the window in the bathroom. The lock in the room. Like, that door is not going to keep him there. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's not going to fit through that window. <laughs> um, and he shoots. He's like, you better not be in there, Leonard. If you are, I'm going to shoot you. And he opens the door. He's not in there. And he sees, you know, the potentially shower curtain there, so he shoots into the shower curtain and nothing. And he starts to slightly go, and then Leonard jumps out of the shower. He was shot in the shoulder, took it like mm-hmm. a champ, and uh, attacks him. And you know, goes, you know, I'm I can't hurt you. This is you have to believe me. We are. He goes in the little tire. Essentially, they are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And this, if you, you know, this, you have one more time to, I mean, I have to ask you one more time. And if you say no, what I'm about to do will give you a couple of minutes to make the, to change your minds. He, he's like, I want to do this outside. So they go, you know, out to the deck and he sits in the rocking chair and then, you know, says his, you know, a part of humanity has been judged and slits his throat. And then lightning strikes happen all over, and fire starts start going. And you know they go into this that you know Daddy Eric is a believer in religion, and he he thought he saw something in the light that a figure that was there that the, he actually believes them. You know, and there's the whole thing of Daddy Andrew having anger issues and not believing them to be this at all, but he's starting to waver as well, and that just became a you know, I want to die. No, I'm going to die. Let me do it. Because I believe it. I'm at peace. And so he kills Daddy. Andrew kills Daddy Eric. Um, And they kind of drive out of there because the cabin starts catching on fire. They they find their car they all came into. You know, he does look at their stuff and they were telling the truth. That it is Leonard. He is a second grade school teacher. That this, you know, Adrian was a cook and a mom. That Sabrina was a nurse. They were all telling the truth. You know, and they go to a diner, and we get, you know, we get a little cut scene of, you know, exposition of everything. That all, all the stuff stopped happening. So it was all true all along. And essentially, and the. End of the movie. They sit in the car and they drive yep. back. So, you know, my first thought was this wasn't a, a horrible movie. I don't think. No, no, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it. it it's in the <laughs> the upper tiers of <laughs> his end. movie, but again, it's, I mean, his movies is. I mean, there's some good ones in there, but I mean, the vast majority are garbage. But I would put this one in the very top. <laughs> Well, not the yeah, very, yeah. very top. I mean, like, yeah, Six Sense and Unbreakable yeah. is up there, but under, somewhere underneath those. Yeah, and I, I can see, once again, we had that really, like, visit, good, enough, old, abysmal, this, better than the visit. Uh, yeah. No, I think. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that. Uh, what, what are your first thoughts? Uh, first thoughts is, I mean, honestly, I was like, 
uh, kind of cringing and flinching the whole time. Like, please don't make this bad. Please don't make this bad. Please don't make the like. Please don't do something really, really stupid, and I'm gonna hate it. Please don't do that. It was like the whole time I was waiting for like some stupid happening old twist. I'm like, please don't do that. Please be the good one. I, you know, we paid money to be here. <laughs> please don't do this. Um, and I was, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. It, it, nothing, nothing happened. Um, I mean, I will say, I mean, obviously, there's, there's, you know supernatural things going on here right but um even though this is i mean technically religious um kind of actions here right i mean like they did you know they specifically mentioned god and and this in the and stuff like that up. i mean yeah but they didn't but yeah Plagues, this one was yeah. not nearly as heavy-handed as um as devil was um devil was no. very very heavy-handed with the whole religious things this one was even though again it had that religious aspect of it it was it was a good movie and again I, I, you know, even though I'm not a religious person, I still enjoy religious, you know, horror stories. I do. Um, right. And that's, and that's something that we want to do is good religious right. horror movies yeah. because of devil. Exactly. Yeah. Devil and being so bad that you wanted to, you know, offset it with like, okay, it can be done well. <laughs> I'm not against religious horror movies at all. I think it can be done well. It just, again, <laughs> you know, things, things happen sometimes that whatever uh but this one i think did it well um and i think devil did yeah. it badly this one did it well it didn't heavy-handed slap you with it it just presented it to you this is the story you know accept it and it was and it was done right. well i think it was done done tastefully done well and it was uh overall pretty good right i mean and it's yeah i'm the same boat as you not religious any least bit and so you know does the religious stuff scare me in horror movies like the exorcist which is considered one of the scariest movies of all time no i i we don't believe in that that's not our thought process but we can still appreciate it right oh yeah you can appreciate it i mean again i was i, I was raised catholic so i know everything that, you know all that I, it's not like it's mystery right. to me so I, was, I i get it i know it right <laughs> right i was raised the right. same way catholic right um but no, I mean, it wasn't, you're right, it wasn't heavy-handed. Now, I don't know if it's because this wasn't his original script. It's based off a book that came out in 2018. So I don't know if that had something to do with it, because we could argue old was the same thing, because old was a comic book. Um, so maybe maybe those were panels in the comics. I didn't read the comic, so maybe those random-ass shots that we don't like were part of it. But I know... The twist is different ish. The ending's different ish from the movie from the book. I did read up about that, but we'll discuss that in the twist. Yeah. Um, highlights. I, I think we, we're discussing because you came over after we watched this for, for mm -hmm. dinner, right? For the superb owl <laughs> day. And, and we, were, we were discussing it, and um, Dave Batista. Arguably, one of the best wrestlers turn actors. That his his range of what he can do is better than anyone else's. Yes, The Rock is The Rock is The Rock. Though. He's always The Rock. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, does he make money? <laughs> yeah. I mean, does he play a good character? Yeah. But he's always almost the same character and just about everything he plays. Does he play that character well? Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that he does not. I'm yes. not saying that he has. Uh, a character and that that's what he's kind of cast as whether that's um on purpose or not i don't know i mean I, you know a lot of people get typecast as like oh we need you to be the rock and it, you know 
if it's making him right. tons of money, why wouldn't he be the rock? I mean, Jack, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but he's the, I mean, dude, I mean, the things that he's been in, he's done phenomenal job. Like, um, like yes. Blade Runner 2049, you know, I, I didn't expect him to be in that movie. He was in that movie. He did a very, like, I mean, kind of nuanced performance in that movie. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It kind of blew my mind. I didn't expect him to be able to do that. Um, you know, I mean, to be fair, really, the only thing I'd seen him before that is I knew he was a wrestler and then he was in, you know, um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, which, you know, it's a comedic role. That's not that much of a stretch for, for a wrestler in. But then, you know, like, Blade Runner right. 2049, it was, like, this kind of, like, nuanced thing. Yeah, there was a physical role. There was a fight involved. But, the like, the acting involved with that was was great. Um, and I'd say just about everything he's been in has been phenomenal. I mean, he can do um serious dramatic type stuff he can do comedic type stuff i mean he can do physical stuff obviously dude's a monster but um yeah phenomenal i mean i'll totally agree with that as the acting yeah that's his acting chops are amazing yeah like he made the movie definitely definitely hands down made the movie i i think anyone else could have been interchangeable but he made that correct yeah absolutely (laughs) um yeah, low, what about low points for you? Do you, have, you? Oh, sorry. Do you have any other highlights? Um, no, no. I think that's a, that's a fair highlight. Low points. Um, low the points. screams, <laughs> the wind screaming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was pierced my pierced me to my bone. Yeah, not that was not pleasant. <laughs> but again, like, um, if you're bringing a gun with you, um. Why is the Keep clip the not loaded already? Or, you know, it's a fingerprint scanner. Why is it not in the house? Well, I mean, okay, this is like you have a child, right? Like, I get it. This You have a child. This is you haven't even this is even nighttime yet, right? Yeah, like, like yeah. most commonly when you would bring the, the gun into the house is like nighttime, right? You know, like you're afraid something's going to happen at night. I get that. During the day, you're in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Would you necessarily bring the gun in the house? Not necessarily. No, I'm not saying that. But like, if you're going on vacation in the woods and you feel the need to bring a gun, why is the clip not loaded? I'm not saying why is the, <laughs> I mean, the gun not necessarily being loaded. Again, you know, a lot of times when you're crossing state lines, if you have a loaded gun in the car, you can get in a lot of trouble. But if you have a loaded bullets, right, if you have clip. a loaded clip <laughs> that is outside of the gun, that is not illegal in any state. You know what I mean? Right. If you have to physically load the clip into the gun before you can fire it, that is not illegal. That is not considered a loaded weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked at the laws of most of that. I don't know if hundred percent correct, but I'm pretty sure I'm close to hundred percent correct. Um, Maybe just outside Philadelphia. Right. Is but I'm saying, like, <laughs> if you're going to bring a gun with you on a trip, do you want to keep the clip loaded all the time? No, you wear the spring down. You know, you don't want to keep it loaded all the time. I get that. But if you're going on vacation, you bring this gun specifically with you for protection. At least load the clip. Uh, if the clip not being in the gun, totally get it. You know, you're going across state lines. You don't want to get screwed. Especially, right. you know, I mean, a gay couple, they're obviously, you know, had been attacked at some point in time. They're probably going to be worried about it. A lot of times when you find a cabin in the middle of the woods, you're probably in a rural area. Yeah, I can understand being very careful. Um, the clip not being in the gun, totally acceptable. I get that. The clip not being loaded is unacceptable to anyone. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, in her, in her screen. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I don't like children <laughs> screaming, period. <laughs> oh, no, neither do I. Uh, but no, I mean, like, it, it, it did, it wasn't, like, heavy, heavy, except we discussed religious-oriented, yes, but it's not ham-fisted. It's not shoving it down your throat. It's part of the story, and it, it works really well. Um, so the twist is it obviously the twist is it's real, right? Uh, that right. these aren't a crazy group led there by Ron Weasley to go after them for him going to jail, losing his job, and all that crap. It's coincidental that he happened to be the one that attacked them in the bar years earlier. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, I will go back and say there's one more low point that I don't like. <laughs> um, okay. Who are the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Death, pestilence, famine, and war. Uh, right. Yes. Okay. Bad things. Who are the four horsemen of this apocalypse? Earthquake. <laughs> no. Well, they specific, they specifically name them. They yes. do, don't they? Uh, okay, one, were they? malice. Okay, yeah, that sounds bad, evil, right? Get that, right? Okay, yeah. two, nurturing. Uh, the nurse is <laughs> right. nurturing. Yeah. Well, no, the nurse was healing. Oh, nurturing was Adrian the, mo- the cook because she made food, so she's nurturing. The, the nurse is healing, okay? And Leonard was guidance. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of lame ass four horsemen are one bad thing malice okay that one sounds cool that one sounds like it could be a four horseman like nurturing yeah. healing guidance those aren't four horsemen man <laughs> you know what i mean no. that's not horseman names I mean, again like any how easy would it have been for the to turn on of the tv you know some country has attacked another country War has begun. Right. How easy would that be to go, hey, how how could I possibly have known that ahead of time? You, you wouldn't. Right. You know I mean? There's no way you would have known that. Again, like, why would you go outside of existing established four horsemen? What is the point of that? You know, like you got, you know, war, famine, pestilence, <laughs> you know, death itself. I mean, look, why would you have to go outside of that and make up your own bullshit for horsemen that I, and I was just upset even, about that. Even the X-Men <laughs> had the crack. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, they may have stretched it a bit of what they do and how they I mean it, but at least they had the same names, but everybody knows who the four horsemen are. Why are you remaking right. like three positive aspect for horsemen? That doesn't even make any sense. It's the nice four horsemen. Well, sorry, that was my other, that was my <laughs> there you go. one. Continue. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, the twist was it it was real. That's mm-hmm. the twist that this stuff actually was happening, and they actually were the cause of it, and they actually were because one of them sacrificed the other. Humanity was saved. Um, and here's where the difference is in the book. You don't get that answer. It, everything still happens the way it happens, but we don't get the news exposition at the end. You don't know if it was real or not. Right. So, what, I mean, how do you feel? Do you think that, would you have, would you rather it have been left open-ended 
and not essentially have a twist. Okay, well, to me, it's this. Like, like I said earlier, the first two are plausible that those are planned ahead of time, right? Again, yeah. like they could have just looked for some natural disaster to happen and then come in saying that was the first one. Second one, oh, we know what this show is going to be on at this certain time. Say, oh, look, this is the plague. And like the plague has already been in effect for how long? Like that's not that's not a right. plague that just happened. Um, but the third one, that's definitive. Okay. The third one, like planes just start randomly falling out of the sky at exactly the time that this lady died. I don't. There, yeah, there's, that's. You can't, can't. plan that. <laughs> There's no way in hell that that would be real or that wouldn't be real. Um, so at that point in time, I don't know why you would be fighting that this doesn't exist anymore other than just plainly that you just want to defy them and you don't want to give in to them. But I mean, there's no way in hell. Again, he specifically said earlier, like, you know, shards of glass falling from the sky. Okay, and then now yeah. you have planes randomly falling from the sky. Like if you know a couple of them happened and they were all the same plane model, yeah, I get it. Probably, but they said like four hundred, right. but like every plane <laughs> on every continent just was <laughs> randomly falling out of the sky. Uh yeah. Sorry, I don't care who you are. There's no other argument that you can have at that point, other than like this whole no. thing is like CCTV, right? Like, I get right. that. But, like, uh, okay, if you were to turn on CNN and you see, like, Anderson Cooper, a person that you know is a a guy, there's no way in hell that these four people could pay off CNN and Anderson Cooper. <laughs> you know, there's no way that you'd have that much money to do that. Because, right. so, so, you know, like, even movies, some, you know, have Anderson Cooper, like, do stuff, right? Um, Just to yeah. have, like, this is legit, right? This is Anderson Cooper is saying it. It's for real. Like, if you have Anderson Cooper saying planes are falling out of the ground, you know, falling out of the sky, and this is on CNN, like, <laughs> the outrageous amount of money that you would have to pay them to be able to have that on tape, and they would only do that for someone that's going to put it in a real movie. They wouldn't just give it to somebody on the side saying, like, here's a bunch of money. Give me this tape. There's no way in hell they would not do that. <laughs> so, like, if you saw no. Anderson Cooper saying that planes are falling out of the sky, at that point, what argument do you have? Yeah, th- this is real, man. None. Everything is happening. Don't let poor Leonard kill yes. himself. You already know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And but you know they were so determined that you know it'll just be the three right. of us. Yeah, I don't care if the world ends. Uh, you know I want us to be together. Let them, let them burn because they don't like us. And we don't right. like them. It's like wow. Which that's not about <laughs> right. Like again, <laughs> the first two, I'm I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, that could have easily been planned, and and I I understand why they're upset at that point. Not. Not giving you any shit there, but like the second that lady dies and he performs the ritual, all of a sudden planes are falling out of the sky. Dude, give it up. Yeah. I mean, if you hate the world and you want to watch it burn, that's, I mean, that's a valid choice, I guess. But like, (laughs) if you have any desire to save the world or, or have a future for your child, then yeah, you need to not let poor Leonard kill himself. Yep. Yeah, he was just a gentle right. giant. He exactly. really was. All right. Well, anything? I mean, any more on the twist? I mean, I don't think there's really much more to rant about. Uh, no, I mean, like I don't even say it was really a twist. I mean, I saw it coming a mile away. I mean, to me, 
the stuff was like too heavy to ignore. I mean, before right. even the planes started falling out of the sky. But again, I could see that, you know, I could see people looking beyond that, especially people as jaded as they are with how shitty the world can be. I get that. I, I totally yeah. understand why you would not give a shit about the first two, because yeah, this could easily be faked. But the third one, there's no way around that, man. I don't care what you're saying. All right. So I want to uh, bring this up. We we discussed a quick little prediction before we saw this movie, what we think the twist mm-hmm. was. Do you remember what I don't said? remember. What did I say? That they will all be saved. They'll go through with it, and it was all just a test. Well, I was right. That's what we agreed upon. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> but... But the but we thought that it would, that all of them would still be spared. That all of them come out. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was half. I was half. Right. I mean, we I weren't too right. far off. We weren't. <laughs> we weren't too far off. And that's just from previous. <laughs> like we didn't talk. We didn't talk to anyone about this, <laughs> other than right. each other. We're half. We're half. Yeah, right. We're half right. <laughs> but I think it's pretty good. But that means we know. M night now, especially because we literally just watched seven other movies uh, is preparing yeah. for this. <laughs> right? Correct. <laughs> All right. So um I will go first on Brain Cells Lost Out of Town. I enjoyed this movie and I'm going to watch it again when it goes on demand. I, I want to watch it with the wife. I think she'll like it. Hell, I think my parents like it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> They've they liked End Night earlier stuff. Yeah, then they'll they haven't watched anything since like the villain. Oh. <laughs> Lucky yeah, them, right? That's fair. Um, so just because of that, uh, I'm going to eight point five just because it's been one rewatch. Maybe we'll have the End Night Shyamalan charm where it gets worse the more we watch it. I don't know right now. <laughs> How about you? How many brain cells lost out of ten? Um, right now, I'm gonna say a seven because I okay. would rewatch it, but I'm right about there. So I'll I'll say I'll say a seven. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that may change Perfect. the second exactly. time I watch it, but as of right now, it's a <laughs> right. Seven. right and. And as and as we discussed, you know, what we're going to do at the end of the year is we're going to do kind of a best of and worst of list like we did before, and then just kind of touch point on stuff that we've discussed. And you know, will we watch these other movies again by then? No, but we'll have seen additional. I was trying to do the math today of how many movies we've watched so far in thirty episodes. If we average at least three or four, we've watched at least one hundred and twenty movies. We've watched more because we did a shit ton. Well, yeah, we did a lot of October, but yeah, some of the like <laughs> some of the earlier episodes we kind of stretched it to five or six movies. Um, we did a lot of yeah, Black Cat, right? Well, yeah, if you talk about that one, like I watched a lot of movies, man. <laughs> I watched a lot of. I watched like five uh, Black Cats just by itself. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I'll be interested to see. Because we'll we're going to put this onto our website so we can keep track of this stuff as well, and so people that want to see what we rank these as well, we'll have a column spreadsheet. We'll make it try to look pretty, um, and we'll go through this. I would just, I'd be interested to see on our yearly recap where we're at with all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
because we're we're only recapping movies that came out in that year. We're not discussing, you know, old isn't going to be on our worst list because it didn't come out in 2023 for our yearly recap. <laughs> but Knock the Cabin will be on the as a movie that we can yeah, recap. That's fair. So. All right. Well, we've mustered our way through eight movies of M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel that this is over? I feel great. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. Um, I, wish I, I wish I would have watched um, all of these movies before I watched Knock at the Cabin so that I could end it at a, on a good note, but unfortunately I did not. Um, what you watch after? Uh, the Visit. The Visit. The Visit. Yeah. I watch, I watch old um, after. No, old I watched before, and I'm very <laughs> glad of that. Because if I watch old last, I would probably never watch another one of those movies again. Um, but, uh, yeah, I watched The Visit After, and it's it's not bad, but it's not as good as Knock at the Cabin. So, yeah, I wish I would have reversed yeah. those. But, again, I mean, one's in the theater. It's kind of hard to plan around it. Right, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's about all we can say for right now. And it says, as more M Night comes out in horror, we will then visit them at that point in time. Um, it might become part of our monthly recap because we're not going to go back and watch more of this stuff <laughs> yeah. necessarily not for a while. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. So it'll just eventually we get to the point where we can keep up with new movies. It's going to take a long while, though. Yeah, we got a while. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guessing two years <laughs> <laughs> before we start running out of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, um, next week we will be discussing what we're calling Innocence Lost. So, we're going to be talking about movies that uh, had connotations of childhood memories and the horror movies that have been made uh, around it. Because, in preparation for this, we have, you know, Winnie the Pooh. Blood and Honey coming out. And, you know, there's been already big discussions, controversies with other public domain stuff that Disney had or anyone else had that they're going to keep doing. They, they, they're making this whole universe out of this now. They're going to do a Peter Pan one's already been announced, a sequel to Blood <laughs> and Honey. So I think we found it appropriate to discuss some of these. You know, our oldest, older ones on here, oldest ones on here is going to be Pinocchio's Revenge, which came out in the 80s. Which I don't think you've seen. I've I have, seen it in a I have long not seen ass it. time. And then um, Willy's Wonderland, kind of an homage precursor to the Five Nights at Freddy's that's coming out by Blumhouse. I think this year or next, um, kind of the play on the Showbiz Pizza Celebration Station that we grew up with, the animatronics. And then one from our parents' childhood, the Banana Splits movie, because that was. Eighth, the banana splits were a thing, and yeah, that was like yeah, that was like my mom's <laughs> thing that she watched when she was a kid. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, it's, it's definitely. My parents didn't watch it, but my in laws definitely remember that, and they watched uh, the movie. No, my so mom, my mom definitely knows our, the song because I was telling her what our next episode was going to be, and she started singing the song. So she definitely, yeah, she oh, definitely wow. knows the song. Oh wow! All right, so yeah, that's that's where we're going with Innocence Lost. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and lead us out? Uh, this is Salem saying, Long live the new flesh. And this is Graveyard saying, Have you checked on the children? And then.